The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Ahsoka was terrible. See you next week. The following program is rated TV MAL. <laughs> uh, uh, Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Real BBC Part 2. Uh, doesn't stop Ahsoka from being terrible, though. No. Uh, I'm your now host, as always. Me. But not as shocks me. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka being bad? Dude, everyone thought it was going to be incredible. Blown who's going to save Star Wars, man. It didn't Wait, happen. Are you going to be like that, Matt? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're okay. You guys want to hate things. I know. You, I do. You don't, you don't want to like things that are objectively bad. You just want to no. hate what's object, objectively bad. You don't want to use critical Literally. thinking to, to explain why it's not good and break it down. Don't ask questions. <laughs> we just need to get straight onto the news and everything. Apparently... We're, we're currently, uh, the FNT crew, we're, we're currently being dragged on, on TikTok um, oh, yeah. because we said that the most racist film in the world, Blue Beetle, uh, is actually a real stereotype and just leans into stereotypes of Cali Mexicans. But apparently saying that makes us the racists. Listen, all we, we asked was, hey, let's talk about it. And TikTok said, I'm not your friend anymore. Aww. Aww. Oh, well. <laughs> We're not the ones who wrote a taco scene in the first five minutes of the film. Or called the, the Toyota Tacoma the taco. Or called the, yeah, called the car the taco. What is... <laughs> Jesus Christ. We... Ah. That wasn't us, TikTok! 
I'm there sorry every- that we mocked it mercilessly, though. Remember when Clarkson said, Amazon wants a little more diversity, and uh, I think we've done it. There's every <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, year old white man here. Yes. They did yeah. every type of uh, stereotypical Southern Californian Mexican in that, okay? They did. Okay, well, in which case, then, let's play a little game straight away. Uh-oh. No looking to the right-hand side. No looking at the tweet. I just want you to focus on the image, okay? Now, you're going to take it in turns. Mauler, you arrived here wow. first, so you get first first dibs, okay? Oh, you get it okay. first, buddy. There is, a, there is a group of people. Two of these people are bad guys. I want you... Team Rocket. To point out who you think are the bad guys. Mola, you got first guess. Who is a bad guy? Hmm. I'm just going to go completely shot in the dark, random. Yeah. Um, I'm going to aim for that 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 second row, second mm-hmm. second image. I don't know. It's something about the... It's a kind of a frown. The, kind of the, the gentleman in the brown jacket? Yeah. He's probably going to be You're right. You are right. That is, that is 50% of the bad guys uh, called out Gary. Mauler, one in one. You've got... Uh, there's a lot to go for. There's five in the top. There's four down below. You've got a one in nine chance, Gary. Can you find the other bad guy from the show? Well, based on my deductive reasoning uh, mm. and, you know, genius intellect... Uh, I'm going to say that the ginger that's not race swapped would be the bad guy, gal. I can't. I can't believe it. They're two for two. Uh, uh, actually, two for two. X-ray girl has her answer too. People. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the. It's the people. Uh, this, of course, being an image from the upcoming Robin Hood show, <laughs> where um, I have a trailer to show you. We're going to start off with Robin Hood. Oh, we, I, got a tra- we, I got a trailer to show you. I just want to say, as has chosen violence today. I did choose violence today. <laughs> uh, this is a one-minute trailer. This is a one-minute trailer of the show. And uh, I want you to pay particular attention to the language that's being used. Okay? Listen to what she says. There's some, there's some interesting, uh, interesting stuff here. So uh, here we go. Uh, again, as always, gentlemen, if you wish me to stop the trailer anytime, please just say, stop the trailer. Are you ready? Uh, sure. Here we, here we go. That's Sherwood Avenue and Forest Street, by the way. That really is happening, yep. That is happening. That is a thing. That wasn't a meme that somebody made to take the piss out of this. No. Just saying. Mask robbers who rap about their crimes. It's just sexy. Uh, okay. I wasn't going to go that direction. Sexy. I was expecting him to say something else, but all right. Yeah. Stupid. No, no. You see, middle-aged white men who are rich in in restaurants eating uh, caviar and drinking fine wines, uh, they always like to refer to uh, 
people rapping about crimes as sexy. Yeah. Well, rich woke <laughs> white people probably do. I mean, that's let's just admit it, it's probably in their demographic. Well, a, a rich any, about anything. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. but, but sexy, yeah, because they they fetishize it. They fetishize the demographic. The the we're talking like the Marin County types. I watched well, a uh, to catch a predator that was set there. Yeah. A lot of pedos in that area. Yeah, Just is. saying. Yeah, there is. Just saying. Please lot take of, a seat. A lot of childless, childless uh, boomers there. Yeah. Let's uh, carry on this masterpiece. What's your plan? I'm going to rob shop and then I'm going to rap about it. Hmm. Because you know what? As a as a former criminal myself, the, the one thing I wanted to do was tell everybody what I was fucking doing after I committed a crime, you know? But did you wear Fortnite slash watchdogs? I, I was I was marginalized because I was without internet. So I was internet deficient because it didn't you, exist. You could sue for that. Yeah, I should. Thank God this police officer's white. Yes. It's a terrible idea. It's the yeah. fighting if you know you can't win. Oh my god, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. That being in the trailer <laughs> says everything. <laughs> Although keeping the light, that's a terrible idea. Putting it in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> so, no self-awareness. I think I'm gonna be clipping this and playing it quite a lot when I do my review what with the first loop. episode. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> was a terrible idea. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it was. Over and over. We agree. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. What's the point in fighting if you know you can't win? Because some fights have to be fought. Time's up! Ah, time's <laughs> up! Look at that crazy, evil ginger. They have no oh, soul. Yeah. No. Zero soul. I want the criminals known as the hood. Wait, what was that? Yeah, because cops always go up there. I want the criminals known as the hood. Robin the hood. I want the criminals known as the hood. Because the hood, by the way, is, is the group. That's the rap group's name. So this is a Canadian production, correct? By director X. By director X, but it's who is who is known for his musical videos? It's produced by the tax probably the tax payers, right? Your CBC. I don't know who's producing it. Maybe it's a private production, but it's a uh, rich white people uh, who hired director X uh, in Canada. A very mostly it's filled with people like tons of I thought, I thought you were gonna say India. a lot of <laughs> it's just mostly people in canada i just wanted to point this out so this is a caricature of uh american urban culture from a lot of people yeah tons of people lots of them mm. just wanted to say mm. point that out hold on the police are outside did you get the point by the way I, I was you trying to figure out Canada is filled with known as as not here by yeah oh yeah you're in a country you're in a country that can't say uh, cops look like lesbians uh, I'm in a country that has more arrests uh, uh, per year for things that are said on the internet than Russia. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, I can't wait by, to go by, there. By the way, a substantial margin, not I, a small amount, a huge amount. Well, to be fair, you should have seen this. There was this pug, and he was he was doing a salute, and oh, <laughs> yep. Well, there was this poor autistic girl who said that a cop looked like her lesbian grandma. Yes, you look like my lesbian my lesbian grandma. Hmm. See, that's what we, we, we need Monty Python running around dressed as women, pointing at every cop, going, You look like a lesbian. You look like a lesbian. Male or female, just to do it. Um, funny. I did see, I, I haven't been able to confirm this, so sorry, don't take this as gospel, but I did see a comment, somebody saying that, <laughs> that Robin Hood is also going to be a lesbian in this, but I don't know if that was somebody just trying to meme. Or if it's actually legit. So uh, the thing we'll, is, you we'll... can't meme something that's probably going to happen. I mean, let's <sighs> bisexual at the very at the very least. When you can't <laughs> even tell. When you <laughs> when you yeah, can't even parody. tell anymore. We are in the parody timeline. We decided yeah. to hey, we're gonna go for the lulls, <laughs> die live and die by the meme. Uh, and it, it's getting very difficult. it's getting difficult to meme these days because. People just go, yep, yeah, uh-huh. Yep, yeah, um, yeah, I believe it. But the Babylon B is just shitting a brick. Well, they're 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 now prophetic. They're just prof you know, it's prophecies. Every time they put up a headline, it's a prophecy. That's all it is. Get ready for the zinger coming out of the end, by the way. Can't wait for the zinger, the because I'm so right. drawn into this. Right. Rob the rich. Now listen to what she says. We can stop them, take back what's ours, and give what we steal to our people. Excuse hmm. me? So, okay, you're stealing from somebody, and but it's taking back what's yours. And then it goes to your people, not but the yeah, poor, your people. I think yeah. there's a little bit more. Oh, I saw another trailer where she says, and give it back to our people as we deem fit or something. So they... they Right. <laughs> so they're making the decision on on who and how and how much. And this is uh, from a, a music video director, right? This is director. I did a video about this, this pending TV show yeah, months I remember. ago. And director X... Uh, messaged me on instagram because he did a video response where he wasn't happy with my video and, and wanted to have a, a a shout and a rant and a rave at me uh for being i don't know probably white based off this thing and yeah. uh i watched the first 30 seconds and i had to turn it off because it was so badly put together his audio you couldn't hear what he was saying he was sat back on a sofa the angle of the camera was and I'm just thinking, you're the director, you're doing a video response, and, and you can't even put together something which a guy in a fucking room in his house had better better value than that. But uh, okay, so yeah, he was he was big mad. Director X, let me simplify this, you communist collectivist fucking retard. Hey! I will, I will keep this He's also a racist for you. He's also a racist. Um, capitalism is so great, and communism is so bad well capitalism is so fucking great that you can pro you have the extra time to protest it 
That's how great fucking capitalism is. We have these fucking idiots at Burning Man, which is basically woke idiots protesting to woke idiots, keeping woke idiots from going to woke idiot thing that was monetized by capitalism. Burning Man was supposed to be anti-capitalism and has become one of the most single capitalist events of all time, which is fucking hilarious. So that's what communism. Do you have time to protest communism? No, you'll be digging a fucking ditch. You idiot. You think you think you'll be director X in communism? No, you'll be. I almost. (laughs) You'll be digging a ditch X. I won't say the other thing. (laughs) Okay. That's what you'll be. You'll be citizen X with a few numbers after it. That's what you'll fucking be. And, And you'll be so happy. You'll be so fucking happy. God, these idiots who go to fucking art schools all day and listen to a bunch of failures fucking uh, teach them art uh, and regurgitate the failure that they've experienced. And we've had this so much now, especially with specialized art schools, that has created this entire generation of entitled fucking idiots. This is, again, this is intersectionality. This is about victim culture, uh, a, a, a successful black man writing a show about oppression and victimization uh, and it's the same story we hear time and time and time again why don't it's it, it seems baffling to me that in the early 90s we had a show a little comedy show that everybody used to watch because it was just a very fun comedy show called the fresh prince of bel-air and i'm not gonna say Oh, it had black people in it. No, it had successful black people in it. It was shown from the point of uh, of view and perspective as a successful black family. But that seems to be lost in the the ether over the course of the decades because you can only do two stories when it comes to black people in Hollywood or TV. And the first one, as we all know, is victimhood. And the second one, as we all know, is slavery. That seems to be the only fucking stories that you can ever tell about black people. You are fucking boring. 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 It it really is. And it just plays into the stereotype, like Blue Beetle. It plays into the stereotypes of marginalization because the woke white people who run Hollywood and entertainment want to keep you down. They want, that's why they call you marginalized. They mm-hmm. want to keep you down. So you keep voting for them. Wake the fuck up. Seriously. Or not. I, you know what? It's on you. No, just do what, do what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Do it's whatever you fuck you want to do. It's your individual life. You are not a part of a demographic or a collective. You are a singular human being. Stop being a fucking sheep. Well, no, because it, well, that's what you are, but people like obviously direct directs, all part of collective. All yeah. part of collective thinking. Yeah. Victimization, 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 always from a position of privilege. Yeah, like the whole Blue Beetle argument, this shit, it's all feeding into the divisiveness in our country, in Canada, in Europe, in, you know, in the West. This is a concerted effort. This is fortification. And there's a bunch of fucking dummies uh, that are very useful, like Director X and other morons out there that feed into it because they think they earn their job on their merit and they weren't cast. Uh, do you think Director X was the best person for the job for this or just the person that they wanted to put out there to sell it? All right. 
that that's what the difference is in Hollywood now. They have been they've had five six years of casting directors, casting writers that they can go first this, first demographic that, and it also shields them. So when they eventually make a piece of fucking shit, and people criticize it, well, oh, you hate Latinos? What? No, I don't like Black Blue Beetle. So it, it's, it, but it's gotten so fucking old. It's really, uh, it, it is kind of surprising that people still fall for this shit, but then it's not, it's not. It, it actually explains a lot what's wrong with the world. And again, as an individual, uh, which you should really try to see yourself as, uh, a lot of uh, that, that hate towards, um, towards other fans or anything is, uh, or, or towards a government, a, a giant entity that you can't control, especially when you're being controlled is a lot of projection from a lot of personal issues. That's what it is. So, uh, I mean, like, dude, the, the stuff we have seen from the blue beetle stuff has been, uh, it's been hilarious. It's been like my, my wife's getting all these wonderful messages right now. <laughs> She's getting all these, we're just fucking laughing. You want to know why? Cause I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people no. think on Instagram. Uh, that you want secret to your to secret to any kind of success on this platform. Don't have no fucks to give because you're gonna hear it all. You're gonna hear it all. So me and my wife are cackling away, <laughs> watch at the at the death threats over a blue beetle comment of over uh you know uh, I, I prefer to talk about stuff personally. Hey, I prefer to it's do. always good to talk about things. Oh, it's always good to talk about stuff. That was the least racist thing in Blue Beetle. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this crap. These people are. What do you mean these people? I'd say they just declared war. She, she, the, 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 the redheaded white police officer Karen. These people, them. <laughs> they just declared war as they play Fortnite and play Watch Dogs. <laughs> With bows and arrows. <laughs> With bows and arrows. Were they actually going to use bows and arrows? <laughs> they did. No. <laughs> oh, God. At least, like, green arrows have bombs on them and stuff. <laughs> you know? And he, these yeah. are a bunch of out of shape, out of shape uh, stoners. I'm going to rob from the rich and buy pot. Well, uh, what I did, <laughs> by the way. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I like to rob from the rich and then they, they, they then they decided to give their own commie manifesto on how yeah. they divvied the year. Uh, redistributing shit. I robbed from the rich and kept it. <laughs> and I, I had a great um I had a great uh, sequence of messages with, with Graham Nolan on Twitter the other day uh -huh. um about this. Uh because Graham Graham understands as well. An American who actually understands about the uh the true story behind Robin Hood. Robin Hood has been has been very simplified to be robbed from the rich and give to the poor. That's a very um, there's a very simplified version of what it is. Uh, the context is actually King Richard was fighting in the Crusades. Yep. So his brother took over the throne. And in doing so, the levels of corruption in government, you know, government, uh, yep. rose, uh, heavy taxations, heavy levies, stealing properties, all of this kind of stuff. 
So what Robin Hood did was uh, steal back what was taken from them and return them to the rightful owners. The heavy taxations, the, the rich, who were actually rich based off the heavy taxations, the heavy levies, the thefts of their lands, the thefts of their, their properties, etc., etc. So it wasn't arbitrary stealing from rich people. It was actually getting back what they themselves had had stolen from them, literally Taxation. stolen from them. Taxation. And what does a communist fucking government do? Uh, it takes everything. <laughs> you own nothing. Oh, you it's, own it's yes. Nothing. It takes All everything right. because, of course, you know, communism's great until they go. Yeah, but we've got to have a we've got to have a, a a centralized point that we 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 manage all government of government is God. Yes, that's why there's no room for any kind of religion or anything, and that's why they downplay it all the time. Because we, we are the people who will divvy out. We'll divvy out. We'll make yeah, sure yeah. that you all get one pound. We're the most fair people, and it won't be the same motherfucking elites that we see right now. If we were somehow magically, it won't happen mm. in this country. But we'll we'll make sure that you have a bed for eight hours out of every twenty-four, and then somebody will get it for another eight hours out of twenty-four. And you know something? We'll even make sure that you get to dig your own mass grave yeah. when we throw your fucking bodies in after you've been worked to death to give us a fucking wealthy lifestyle. You know, Want to know what communis communism is down the line, 10, 20 years? Ask a guy who's been to prison. Ask a girl who's been to prison. There you go. There's your communism. Or uh, just look at history. Read a history book or Read a two. history book. I mean, if you're alive. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're lucky enough to live uh, and survive that long. Uh, yeah. Speaking of communism, I'm going to totally break the moon here. I got my uh, Daredevil Season 3 bootleg from China. And, oh. and like, it's really got like this nice like cover, but I feel like I'm going to get cancer from it. <laughs> it's got some... I'm like, they don't put this on American stuff. Oh, probably because it gives you cancer. <laughs> yeah. But it looks nice. Don't, don't lick your fingers after you've touched I'm it. I'm not going to lick my fingers, but yeah, like I can't read any of this. But you got to, you got to hold it. You got to have latex gloves on. I know. I know. Wait, it's in like a different language or it's, uh, it's in, it's in uh, American. Uh, but uh, <laughs> don't, please, Jesus Christ, don't read. I'm not going to, it's in, I won't. Uh, yeah. I can't decipher this. I think it says, uh, uh, Daredevil thinks something is wrong. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Wong is in Daredevil. <laughs> no, no, he's in Doctor Strange, Gary. Come on. Gary's such an idiot. He's a fool, isn't he, Mola? Uh, you know, uh, the drugs have rotted his brain. <laughs> I mean that's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm proud. <laughs> I Chihuahua. <laughs> um, right. Next, before we before we go to Ass Soka, uh, let's have a quick look at uh, three. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, one thing you must know is these comments that we're going to go through were made 11 years ago. Okay, the context. These were made 11 years ago. So we're not judging them uh, today, even though they're made 11 years ago, based off anything other than we just want you to get context of what was said and what mentalities 
could be. Okay. Have you heard about this, Gary? This this uh, vague intro already should probably give you a clue. A lot of the internet's talking about it. What? So a certain someone said something a long time ago. The galaxy far, far has away been, has been dug up. Oh yeah, yeah. I read this. I read this. Okay, so this is hey, this is Mister Jayton. This is just part of. You have no idea what's going to happen the rest of your life and uh, how things are going to be. <laughs> and that's sure. why it's best to own this shit. If James, Gun- yeah, go go on. Okay. This is James Gunn. Uh, upcoming uh, Gunverse for DC, which is already fucking dead. basically the person with the most power to decide the stories going forward this for DC. Kevin Feige of DC and the former head of DC came out. Uh, we can even go over the article and clarified that she hated Joss Whedon's Justice League. She thought it sucked, and she kind of broke down why DC uh, sucks. And uh, yeah, we could definitely go over it after this. But this th- now James Gunn. See, DC didn't have a Kevin Feige before. Long story short. Now they do. Mm. Now they do. This guy makes mm. the, the buck stops with James Gunn. And I do believe like they uh like DC now is given their own budgets, which they weren't before. It was pretty much just run under the entire umbrella of uh Warner Brothers, where Marvel is like Disney sucks, but they uh they kind of let their studios run semi-autonomously. Okay, so this, this first comment, they're in no particular order, but this, this first comment, uh, at a chap called uh, Sean, uh, he said, Hey, Keaton did have a ridiculous voice. That said, I'd rather put up with a ridiculous voice than a horrible action sequence and acting barely worthy of the Batman TV show. Okay, stop right there. Mm. My problem with the first Batman movie is the editing. The lack of uh, serious action. I still love the movie, though. Hmm. I still love the movie, but uh, I that's why I think Batman Returns is better because Tim Burton kind of like he was still a pretty new director, and mm-hmm. the action's better. The editing's much better. It's it it flows well better as a film. Uh, if you go back and watch Batman, I know there's uh, and I love it too, but it's very clunky. It's like boom, here's a scene. Boom, there's no like flow into scenes. Like there's like there's massive quiet pauses between it's weird it's very weird i take less issue with the action scene thing more so with the acting it's really worthy of a batman uh, tv show that's not true i i think it's fine i think it's fine uh keaton i wouldn't say keaton's voice was i mean this is semantics now so this but, is uh, i wouldn't say keaton's had a had a a ridiculous voice. No, he voice sort of he just quiet. sort of lowered his voice. He just yeah. sort of lowered his voice. I had no problem with it. Like no. zero. I have more problem. You, I, I'd argue he did the very top tier that he could. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. I would I would well, I mean, other until they got to Ben Affleck's like muffled, like you know, yeah, they, he had to do it himself, you know, it wasn't like filtered. So what is yeah. what is he gonna do? And he's like, it could be worse. It could be what Bale was forced to do by Nolan, which is embarrassing. Yep. Yeah, that got that got into meme meme territory. It did. We all love the film, but yes. uh, it, 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 the voice is a meme. There's no denying that. Uh, B. I have no idea how you think that the Burton Batman has more similarities with Moore or Miller's Batman and Joker than Nolan's does. And listen, I have problems with both of Nolan's films. 
I don't think either one is classic. Uh, that's a bad take. <laughs> and I don't even think Batman Begins is good. Oh, wow. But they're far superior to the first Batman. This is this is some interesting so it, takes. It's funny, isn't it? Because it's like it starts out as like, Dark Knight and Batman Begins have problems. They're not classics. And then he says, Begins isn't even good. And then he says, but it's better than 89 and 90. 92, was it? Uh, better than the first Batman. Um, just a reminder, best superhero movie he said he's ever seen? Uh, the Flash. Refresh my memory. Thank you. Okay. So Flash. Honestly, okay. these comments wouldn't be anywhere near as damning if not for the fact that he said The Flash was really good. Yep. <laughs> like, yes. Wait, what? What, did he, didn't he, what did he say about the fact? Didn't he say something like, uh, it, it's, it's not like, bro, it's, it's, it's like the benchmark of superhero films or something, he said. Something along those lines. Something like that, yeah. Be right back. Oof. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. C. Okay, yeah. C. None of your defenses get uh, defenses get by the fact that, despite being the first cinematic dark take on Batman, so what? Stallone's Judge Dredd was the first dark tale on Judge Dredd. The movie is awful. <laughs> I agree with them. I think the Stallone's Dread Judge Dread's off. Well, that movie is awful, but I assume I can't see the comment he's responding to, obviously, but I assume what they're <laughs> trying to say is like give it some respect for what it represented in the timeline. And I guess he's saying, like, why would I respect it for that when Judge Dredd okay. could be said to be, you know, representing the same thing? But in retrospect, like Burton's Batman was incredibly important for uh yeah. Getting, like like progressing respect mm. for yeah, for Tony, but, but to give some respect to the uh, the genre. Because I mean, comic well, books I mean, have been trying an uphill battle for years. When it yeah, um, uh, Neil Adams, um, Denny O'Neill in the seventies uh, really took, really wanted to reclaim Batman. Really wanted to take Batman out of being silly, uh, and uh, and go for the this uh, much darker, much more realistic take on. on because it's not the right word. The much more, code. yeah, much more grounded comics, take yeah. on Batman. Comics and, led to Batman and a lot of superheroes getting silly or actually killed, and it, and it killed like every comic sold in millions. Mm. Uh, and they were still selling, like some were still selling in the millions and the hundreds of thousands, but like it really did lots of damage. So this is still repercussions from that. Sorry. Oh, and uh, I wouldn't no, want no. a misinterpretation to happen here, as someone in chat pointed out. It is true. The movie is awful. That quote right at the bottom. That is about Batman, not about. That is about Batman. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's that that the movie is awful is about. But yeah, I think what he's what I got from that scene is he's saying just because it's dark doesn't mean that it's a good take. It the movie is awful. Uh that's that's what I got. And and uh oof. I'm I'm by the way, on the sentiment of just because it's dark doesn't mean it's good, I'm totally fine to agree. But obviously he goes a little further than that. <laughs> like, no, 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 I, I yeah, I absolutely agree with just because it's dark doesn't make it good, because like you said, Stallone's Judge Dredd is is dark. And uh, it's not good. I agree with that. But uh, to say that the 89 Batman is awful is, I, I mean, I, I don't even know objectively what his, his points are. Well, for, that, I, but. for one, I admire, this is the James Gunn I'd rather hear. This is. Oh, God, dude. Yes, 100%. I want this guy to be speaking more often instead of the Corpo speak man. But I guess what choice does he have if he's going to be CEO of DC, which we can okay, argue. Okay, I'd say. But yes and no. <laughs> yes. Um this is this is obviously him giving his honest legit opinion. Yes. B uh, uh 
B2, whichever one is meant to be. End of story. I, I think his opinion, on. yeah, his opinion is pretty horrific. He can change his mind. It. He can be I, argued with, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, like, and maybe he sure. comes up with a better take, but this is the, this is where Hollywood, I mean, bigger picture, this is where Hollywood's can't compete anymore. This is where they're going to fail because they are, everything about Hollywood is manufactured. Everything about uh, Hollywood is not authentic. And we are moving towards a more authentic time in entertainment and everything. That's what we're moving for. People are tired of the dog and pony shows of politics and Hollywood. Yes, you're making scripted entertainment, but you can be honest about it. You could just go, ah, you know what? We tried to make a good Ahsoka show and it sucked. Sorry. You know, that like there'd be no fucking arguments after that. You just go, oh, okay. You know, like, uh, uh, but this, like, just be fucking, have the balls to be honest. So we go through this dog and pony show all the time and we know they're fucking lying to us even that in that deadline report that i'm sure we're going to go over about the ahsoka samba t uh tv numbers the guy from samba tv says we'll, we'll go we'll, i've got that lined up later. yeah yeah had talks about the success of ahsoka and we'll get back to that but he's fucking lying we know he's lying and we go through this and then the people both sides know that dude is lying. I'm just using this as an example. Both sides know he's lying, but one side will go, see, it's a success. And we'll go, no, it's not. They had to change the, they lied. Nope, it's a success. See, that's that's what keeps us divided. Like we need just more honesty. That's, I, I don't care if he has a bad take. We all have bad now, takes. We've all, we've all had bad takes. We're all going to have probably bad takes in the future. That's just, that's just life. These are some, these are some nuclear level. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> yes, I'm with Gary 100%. But in the world of just talking about opinions, these are some. This isn't even the worst of it, Gary. This, this, this is the first else. of three. Yeah, this is the first it, of three. It, it, worse than Man of Steel is better than Donna Super, Donner Superman because that's probably the, not worse. worse than, well, than maybe ever. there's something he says. I'll be curious to see because I know Chad's going to lose it when they find out what he said about. <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, well let's, go, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. I mean, like, we might argue that maybe he's not the best person to take over DC. Just just saying. <laughs> Putting it out there. Again, 11 years ago, he might, you know. The problem is you'll ago. never know if he thinks this no. ever again, honestly. Okay. Never know. Let's, let's, let's go with this, why. then. I'll tell you why he's not after we go to this. I'll tell you why. And it's got nothing to do with what he said 11 years Gary, ago. He had this Gary, suit. read that one. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And Jack Nick you go. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh, up. yeah. And Jack Nicholson as the Joker is Jack Nicholson in The Shining with shitty clown makeup. Fuck you. Everyone involved with that travesty. Okay. Again, <laughs> I'm going to argue that maybe he's not the best person for DC. And it's not based on that nuclear fucking horrific take. That, I mean, that, like, that's pretty fucking bad. By the way, that's exactly what we wanted. Jack <laughs> I was about to say, how do you think casting works? Like, why do you think we want people in particular roles? Because we know that they can pull it off. That's the whole point. Um, no, James Gunn is not right for the DC because the second project he announced was the authority. The authority is what he's into. That's what he likes. He doesn't like traditional mm -hmm. superhero characters. He likes the non-traditional subversive postmodern nihilistic garbage that has been fucking crapped out by the comic industry for the last 20 fucking years since watchmen it was fun and interesting for a few years now it's so fucking tiresome 
The fact that he even brought that up in your first chapter of DC shows, he is not your guy. It, it is DOA. Go, go read the authority. Tell me how that's going to fit into building a very hopeful DC universe. And for one, there's a big split within the DC fan of what the DC universe is. Some of them think it's this really fucking dark place. Not really. No. 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 Marvel really, world no. outside your window. DC is more of a fantasy world. Yeah. We're bad, like horrifically bad things happen, but you have, you have uh, the, the it's gods versus superheroes in the, in the Holy Trinity. Uh, two of them are gods, essentially. Uh, so that's the big difference between DC and Marvel. And uh, and I think it makes them unique. And if you get the right person who truly loves DC, uh, they will they will succeed. You know, but poor DC. They, they the the biggest problem is they've been this uh, subsidiary of a giant corporate entity who's like never known what they had, never fucking really understood or known what they've had. And they they kind of let the the comics run on their own for a while, and it really fucking worked in the eighties and nineties. Man, it works so well. They just couldn't do it with movies. Oh, well, James Gunn's the wrong guy. Sorry, DC fans. Uh, that's probably it for the superhero film. We got one more. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. The, the, the reason I said have Gary read it out is because I want to see him realize as he reads oh, it. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, here we go with the uh, the final take. Now, this, I read the first two. I haven't read this one. And okay. I can't see it. You got to zoom in on that, dude. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, the Tim Burton Batman is poorly written. The soundtrack is the worst work of everyone involved. What? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's, that's a take I have literally never seen in my entire life from anyone ever. Ever. Danny Elfman. <laughs> How much work did Danny Elfman get off the Batman movie? I think he's oh, all of it. Movie all of it. <laughs> He actually gave up on his fucking band, which was like his meal ticket, which was a great band. Oingo Boingo retired and just did soundtracks and got really fucking rich. It's That's Princey shit on too, by the way. Even today, it's still like the iconic Batman theme. It was it was so so uh, beloved at the time. It was even used for the animated series. On top of that as well. And and it's still oh my goodness me. I'll still I'll still say, by the way, does he really go after the best thing about Burton's Plan of the Apes is the soundtrack, by the way. It's a great soundtrack. I see you're reading uh, ahead, but it's, not, it's, not, it's not a good uh, film, but it's not a good film, but it's a great soundtrack. It's a fucking fantastic soundtrack. Do you wanna do you wanna finish the rest? Or? Uh and uh, yes. Not only that, but the reveal of the Joker as the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents spits in the face of Batman's origin and is the nullification of the bottomless thirst for vengeance that, nece uh, that necessarily drives Batman. It's not vengeance, technically. I know they like to say that in uh, the movies a lot, but it's really not justice. That's what it's supposed to be about. It pretends not to be campy, but it's completely so. And on top of everything, the dark creature of the night can't even... Move his fucking neck. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. It's ridiculous. Awful film. Burton's Planet of the Apes is genius in comparison. That film is piss, by the way. <laughs> it's total piss. By the way, it, um, Tim Roth does his best in it, though. He does. He tries. As, as, as someone who's uh, 
read one or two Batman comics in my time. One or two, maybe. One or two, maybe three. Uh, possibly, it wouldn't wouldn't go that far though. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe not. I would argue uh, one of the the, the, the big you have read more Batman comics than James Gunn. Guaranteed. Yes. Uh, guaranteed. Not even close. Yep. And um, when when uh, Batman was being broken down as to why he does what he does, because some people say he he does it for revenge. Absolutely not revenge. Other people say that it's it's vengeance. It's not actually vengeance. The the reason that Batman does what he does is he never wants anyone to go through what he went through as a child. That's yep. what I've always thought it was. That's what drives him. That's why he doesn't kill. Because whether or not you're a victim or you are the uh, aggressor, he always believes that in, in killing, you would be doing to his family, her family, who was ever family, you'd be taking away what he had taken away from him. The Punisher. He does what he does because he never wants to see anyone go through that ever again. It's not fucking hard. It was beautifully broken down by Denny O'Neill. Yep. Uh, the Punisher is Batman who, who kills. That's what happens. Well, yeah, and so the idea that Jack Napier is the name of the Joker now, and he's the one that killed uh, Bruce's parents as a crime boss, means that it completely fucks everything up. It's like, well, no, it, it, that would still be the case. His parents are still gone, and he would still be invested in uh, protecting other people from having that same thing happen, even if he kills him at the I end of 89. I prefer the Joker not having an origin. Let me just make this clear. In my preference, the, of all the Batman comics I have read, the Joker doesn't have an origin killing joke is outside of the is yeah, I understand that, yeah yeah and uh the joker is an is is nature's response to batman that's the way it, i've always seen it and but even in the from. hang on uh but i'm fine with it in the movie in the movie in, in that movie sure. i'm like fine fine but i prefer joe chill i prefer joe joker not having an origin mm -hmm. being a giant mystery uh i think that makes him the best fucking villain sorry but no, 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 no. Sorry for stepping over you. Yeah, that's fair. Um, two things. Um, uh, first of all, sorry, what was the thing that you just said? Hold on. What, a gun Joker. or? Joker no, having no. an origin. Uh, I was saying I prefer like uh, Killing Joke being an Elseworlds. Oh, that's thing. it. Yeah, Killing yeah, Joke. I yeah. I don't see the uh, First thing, in a Killing Joke, uh, the Joker says, even though we go through everything, we go through the story, the backstory of the Joker, the Red Hood, all of that, Joker even says in the Red Hood, I don't know, sometimes I remember it differently. Yes, yes, yes. He, sa he says that because and because uh, that brings the, the ambiguity of it. And, Gary, I know I've only read two Batman comics, but please indulge me. Okay. In Batman Year Two, it's actually discovered that Joseph Chill couldn't have killed Batman's parents. Because he was drugged up and, and fucking crashed out in his apartment at the time, which made Batman realize he couldn't even put, which made it even more prophetic, yep. he couldn't even put a face to the crime anymore. He couldn't year, put year a face. Year two is as good, if not a little better, than year one. I year two is amazing. The Reaper Batman. is amazing. Year two is fucking incredible. 
The Dark Knight, by the way, played with that, but keeps talking about the origin of his scars, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, and I like I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, it, that was um, really good. That was yeah. really well done. Super Do you well. want to know how I got these scars? And they tell a different story every time, which is perfect. The Joker's origin should never, ever be told. It's like the name of, of the Doctor. We should never hear it. Like, no. never, ever hear it. Uh, it, it's, it, but that's know. the thing, though. The criticism that it removes, like Batman's essentially his motivation, or is no, that's wrong. It's just like that's not I true. Agree with you. That's bullshit. The parents are still dead. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It doesn't bring the parents to life. It doesn't bring any closure. They're still fucking dead. Uh, but the reason, the reason why Year Two did that, and yeah, by the way, folks, Year Two isn't canon anymore because DC fuck it all up all the time. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, the reason why it did that is because it's it just wanted to say that that mindless acts of violence happen and and they can take people away from you and sometimes you can't put a face to it sometimes you can't get justice for it sometimes and, and the point is batman is trying to again what you said as never again he's just trying to do never again can, never mm -hmm. again if he can save someone from his pain He'll do it. Which, by the way, isn't that 89's opening is the a fan of Batman might think we're watching Bruce when he's young, but then we realize we're watching a completely different family. Yeah, completely different. Well, he does. The guy does say actually. I think he says Billy to the kid. Billy, o. put put these map away. We'll look like tourists. Uh, so you know it's not them. But initially, when you get the visual of the two parents and the kid, you think, oh, that's the Waynes and Bruce. But then he he does uh, I think say Billy to, uh, as the kids know, so you know it's not. But it, it is purposely Absolutely. marrying, yeah. uh, you know, mirroring the, um, the yes, death of uh, Bruce Bruce's parents. Yeah, that's what Bruce is preventing. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, so can, um, pretty pretty bad takes. Uh, could be better. The, the theme one just be blows better. my mind. Like I said, don't understand it at all. But hey. <laughs> And the sad thing is, we can't ask James to fully explain it because obviously, if he's going to say anything about this, he'd be like, "I don't, uh, I don't even remember saying this. I completely disagree. Oh, Those films yeah. are incredible classics." I mean, and... If he said like I was really fucking high, then okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, somebody the, did, I mean, somebody did say in the comments though. Is he just was he trolling for for no, um, no, yeah. no, no? That's honest. I think that's honest, James Gunn, and I prefer that. I do. You can yeah. have monstrously bad takes. Just be honest. That's all. It's okay. You would, would have said these around the time Avengers came out. It's not like he was a child or a teenager or anything. He was a man. He was, people he, like Bon Jovi. You can and, like Bon Jovi. Well, <laughs> we got people in the audience right now yeah. who, if we did a poll on like, is uh, Batman '89 an awful film? They probably say yes. There's, there's going to be some well, people in there. Should we? Should we run a poll? Yes. I was almost going to say train. That was going to get awkward. You could have. Uh, Awful, bad, good, great. Those could be the Was options. Was Batman 1989? Well, no, give him four options. Was Batman 1989 an and awful then, film? I, I think a, a, a for after that. No, I, think, I think an awful film is fine and just give them a yes or no. I have a poll for okay. after that. So or, or we could, I was I mean, curious to know where it stood out of the four categories. Okay, what are your four categories? Poll awful, for bad, good, great. <laughs> for okay, awful, bad, <laughs> good you know what Mahler and, and as i just bought that horrible soundtrack for like i had to think <laughs> time on vinyl uh i've bought that soundtrack so many times <laughs> i've i've 
I've uh, worn it out. I've sold it and traded it for other CDs over over time. So over, you know, since the movie's come out, I mean, okay, we'll we'll just estimate low ten times. How, how many times do you think you've seen Batman eighty nine? Just as an FYI, no, I mean, there's no there's no sort of right answer or wrong answer for this. It's just that for you personally, how how sort of thirty. My guess would be ten for me. Hey, I I would say. Could you go in my car? Uh, somewhere in the, for me, somewhere probably in the region of uh, forty to fifty times. Hey, yeah, that's a lot. Like thirty is a lot. That fifty five is a thirty is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only movies uh, I've seen, I mean, Lord of the Rings trilogy is a, is uncountable number. Yeah, now. it's uncountable for me. Yeah, it's like two or three times a year for twenty years. So uh, sometimes more, sometimes a lot more, but. Uh, and Raiders and and probably the uh, OG Star Wars trilogy, but uh, I've seen Raiders a, 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 a healthy amount of times, fucking yeah. lot, especially since at, as you got those special editions, right? So I got my special editions because you had them. I'm like, oh, those look pretty cool. And then I, of course, I broke them open and watched them immediately. <laughs> and uh, me and my kid sit down and watch them. By the way, could I just insert like because we hate everything? Grand sure. Turismo. Big thumbs up. So I hear. I mean, Chris oh, Chris Gore's been pushing me to go see it. Yeah, it's a. It's Drink like I said, it was good. It, yeah, it, it's like uh, it's is it's not as good. A Ford versus Ferrari is a better movie. Some people are saying it's better. I don't agree. Has a happier ending, uh, for sure. But um, it is uh, it's really well directed. It's like you had an overachiever director like direct like your normal sports film, and it's it's just it's a normal inspirational fun film based on mostly true events with some really freaking good acting and the racing stuff is really fun. And if you're in the Top Gear, you know it's it's like got the rally road racing cars, uh, which I'm into. But uh, never played the fucking game. But you know I sold auto parts for Hondas and. A lot of Japanese cars for a large portion of my life, so it was really cool. Uh, I liked it, and uh, a great, great, like a uh, uh, story for for fathers and sons, and and uh, you know, and and a great message for having that positive male mentor in your life. I uh, might go see the Equalizer three tomorrow. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm gonna see that. Oh, you can see it tomorrow. When's it coming? Yeah, out? it's it's out for us tomorrow. Oh, fuck you. Well, how about that? Thanks, Mrs. Nerdrotic. You're the best. He's delivering my Vietnamese uh, uh, crack. X-ray go. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, like, not actual Vietnamese crack. I mean, like, crack cocaine. Okay. Mm. Not a gay panda on it, though. It's a panda on a rainbow. He's like, oh, yeah. Gay. So Asian. Um, let's speak, speak, okay, speaking of, let's just, speaking of James Gunn, James Gunn, who said that Blue Beetle was going to be worked into his, uh, universe, I believe, or, or yeah. at least Sholo, yeah, Sholo, yeah. um, this uh, is, this is how Blue Beetle is doing at the <laughs> cinema. Holy shit. It's not even at a hundred million worldwide. No. Wow. My God. We need to talk about that. <laughs> also, those domestic, domestic to box office, that. like the fact that it's uh, within the margins, it's like, oh, how low did they aim that? Well, this is this is it. This is how low their expectations were. It's hitting the low expectations, but 
barely at times. Uh, yes, um, the weekend. Look, it, had, it, it did so bad in its opening weekend that the Sunday to Sunday was only a 17% drop-off. However, still manages to get a 51% drop-off in total from the terrible week before. Uh, it is... Uh, just a and we're already below a million on the Monday. For our friends on TikTok, I don't have the app on my phone. I don't have it on my computer. I Dude. have never watched a second of TikTok on TikTok, so neither have I. No, I don't hear a fucking thing, and it's great. Talk away though, absolutely. Talk about us all you want on TikTok. It's okay. Burrito. Um, <laughs> three thousand eight hundred and seventy-one is a huge amount of cinemas. It's a huge amount of cinemas for this film to be in. It's bringing in on the Monday. $225 on average per theater. <laughs> well, I guess that's what happens when you market to a very specific demographic of a demographic of a demographic. Uh, just to make it clear why it probably doesn't connect with the rest of the world is this, uh, even though it takes place in like uh, DC's Miami, uh, it's about Southern Californians and uh, the Mexican Southern California, not all Latinos are Mexican, by the way, the Mex the Southern California, Mexican American perspective on the world. For, and I mean, that's a minute perspective within the Mexican American community in Southern California. It's a very minute perspective of a minute perspective of a demographic of a demographic of a demographic. I can't, I can't understand why it failed. They also could have made it good. They Get out of here. Okay, Shut up, Holler. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a fantasy thing. Right. But, uh, that is your international 35 million. When your international is below your domestic, you know you're already in trouble. But when your domestic is so low and your international is way lower than your domestic, this has got to hit 350, 400 to break even, folks. 350 to 400 million dollars to break even. I, I told you, I, well, I, <laughs> nearly. I said, after I saw the first weekend, I said, I don't think this is going to hit 200 million worldwide. I, I am very confident now in my, uh, in my prediction. Uh, yes. I, I think this thing will be on max in, uh, how, how long has it been out now? Two weeks? God, it feels two, like two weekends. It's it been out two like weekends. Months. <laughs> it does actually. That's really weird. Yeah. So in about three, four weeks, it'll be on Max, and it will be. I, honestly, I, I I haven't given the fucking film a thought other than when people show me stuff from TikTok, but <laughs> I haven't given it a thought. I'm I'm way onto Ahsoka right now. I can give a shit. Um, DC is a failed universe. Every time they come out with um. A movie that's clearly not good first let's let's make that clear Mahler's right this movie's just not good like no it's not the way all the all the woke shit uh which is put in like product placement it's still not a good movie it it's just it, it was never it never had a chance um if it if it counted towards the next dc universe that probably would have padded a couple of million bucks on it but it wouldn't have been significant at all and no that it, it, it yeah it James Gunn 
killed the DC EU and his own universe when he got rid of Henry Cavill. That because people were like, oh, people were pretty hopeful. I was pretty hopeful. I'm like, Cavill, gun, okay. As soon as you got rid of Henry Cavill and said, and then lied. And everybody knew you were going to do a just an absolute reboot. It killed these movies. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have released them. It probably would have. It, it is crazy looking back because this is yeah. exactly what we thought would happen and has happened. Like, yes. There's only one left now. Because these giant companies, yes, rely so much on marketing that lies uh, or marketing groups that lie to them. <laughs> don't just don't listen. To, I mean, there's so much free market research out there that you could just like send uh, some intern to go watch some YouTube videos, and you'll get a pretty. Uh, and, Go off Twitter, but go off all, all all the social medias. Don't go off one. Uh, but uh, YouTube clearly, uh, while it censors a lot of fucking people, it still, as far as the audience is concerned, is well more balanced between oh, no. male and female than fucking Twitter in the past or Facebook or especially Instagram, which is a, it's a girl social media, basically. Uh, girls and oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm glad you learned how to do it uh, now. I'm glad you learned how to Instagram. Uh, my, my Mrs. Neurotic says you're getting a lot better. She, Melissa, hearts when I do the right thing, so I know I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> That's good. She runs mine. <laughs> I, I love all, all the messages. Melissa's like, we're getting so much from the fucking blue beat. I'm like, oh shit, I'm looking at the email and. DMs on Twitter. I don't see a fucking thing. <laughs> Speaking of which, I am now just checking my Instagram and Melissa has left me homework to do, so I'm doing it. Yeah. I want my I want my heart, Melissa, please. <laughs> to say I've been a good boy and I did it right. Hey, in a couple years, uh, yeah, I guess she's like she's totally down with like go like taking the crew and going to Japan. You should be part of that in a couple years. Mm. Go tour Japan. I'll be at home. You could just send me hot toys. That's all I want. <laughs> just go wait, put them back. <laughs> Something like core structurally with the blue beetle I was thinking about. Remember uh, Cap gives his life to protect everybody with the lowering the airplane. Like he didn't expect to survive, you know? He's sure. Frozen, obviously. Iron Man he says activate the reactor, even though it'll kill him to take out Iron Monger. Yeah. And then Thor goes to attack the, I forget what that creature was, like the sentinel type thing, the big robot. Even though he doesn't have his powers, right? He, yes. he stood up to it anyway. What's Blue Beetle's equivalent? It's like that fundamental choice. Like, uh, I guess you could say the fact that he spared the evil guy, the henchman. That went and just immediately killed a woman afterwards. Exactly. It's like, it doesn't work. It's all broken. And then it's like, okay, maybe what about that choice he makes in that weird ether realm? It's like, the, what choice? To be even stronger? Well, the choice he makes not to kill while his family are mass murdering people. No, I'm talking about when he's like in the mindscape with his dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah but I'm just talking about what, what, what was what was you know you can't you can't have a fucking a superhero film where the arc for the hero is we don't kill while his family are mass murdering people around him. Exactly, but so like, mean, how confusing. Like, what's the linchpin? What's the point where he becomes the hero? And it's he had a taco at the beginning, the first five minutes of the film. That's his art. No, he Mexican Mueller, taco film ended done. I, I know you know the answer to this question because they copied it from Captain Marvel. <laughs> the the Captain Marvel has the exact same problem, and, and you brought it up. Yeah, like 
It does. It's like, oh, I was awesome to begin with. There's a there's your hero's journey. They just gave it to a boy. Um, and and it's it's kind of like the oh god, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. It's kind of like, are we not in it, trouble? It, it's the millennial mentality that kind of seeped into the zoomers, which is uh which is really what Barbie fed into, which is like I I you know. I need more validation. I need self-validation. I need validation all the fucking time. Us Gen Xers, we didn't get validation. Like ever. <laughs> it's okay. It's yeah, because we've got, we got a bunch of insecure fucking people online 24-7 yeah. with, with big egos and no self-esteem. I want to say my generation sucks too. It's filled with multiple disappointments. Okay? So not all, hashtag not all millennials, but that that's that's where it started seeping in. Okay? Um, and uh yeah, it's it's like the that now the zoomer, which is uh probably what did that demographically, it's the uh, smallest amount of people in a generation we've had ever in America. Just to let you know, uh, yeah, that seeped in there, and we don't have this this like heroes sacrificing, overcoming insurmountable odds, bounding into comics. Uh, put up a tweet yesterday, and uh, just like what's your what's the greatest superhero moment of all time mm. now i wanted to go to a movie and mike said oh they said superhero moment so i obviously went to spider-man you know with all that just basically practically has a like this giant uh, just fucking tons of metal and machinery on him and like you know even with his powers he can't lift it up but he knows like it's his last chance to save aunt may and he just doesn't give up and he just ugh, pushes it off that's like the best mo moment i've ever read in comic books um that that's what Mahler is referring to. Everybody has that moment where I'm going to sacrifice myself or I'm going to overcome insurmountable odds. And uh, that's where your hero moment comes in. And it just, it isn't here anymore. Because it's one of the most like <sighs> miserable points of, to make about all the new heroes for phase four. Cause remember like what's America Chavez's big moment in MOM. It's Dr. Strange saying you had the power all along go. It's just like, Oh, she didn't lose or gain anything. She didn't make a difficult choice. She just has a memory stone. No. Hey, not uh, even. Let's have a quick, uh, quick game, guys. A very quick game. How much collective box office have the three DC movies done this year? I think it'd be easier to figure out how much they've lost. I was about to say, is that the trick question there? No, I want you to combined. What three is the movies. box office combined for, for the three movies? Sam, Shazam, Blue Beetle, Flash, and the Blue Flash. Beetle. Yeah. Um, Quick. It's, it's, it's a 10 second. Uh, uh, $500 million. $482 million. They haven't even hit $500 million worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. With fucking three mess. fucking films. Oh, and by the way, Flash, most expensive movie ever made. Shit on my face. I mean, yeah, yeah if you want. Uh, what's it? They're putting they're putting uh, the Flash at around about uh, four hundred, isn't it now? In total, uh, it, it's it, it. Yes, it's supposed to be three fifty to four hundred. They basically made two movies. With marketing and stuff, which, and which, let's, uh, let's be kind. Let's be kind. Let's give it three fifty. 
So that is a uh, best part of a billion to break even. What what doesn't get counted, uh, which I think is being counted in what I'm being told, is um, interest on loans that were not paid back in time due to all the fucking delays, uh, COVID shooting, uh, padding, all, all like you have to add 30% on anything shot during the COVID era, which is making a big comeback, by the way. It's, I, it's, it's, it's a fucking industry. Just so you know, it's an industry that's never going away. You're going to be experiencing this the rest of your life. Uh, yay. So excited about that. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I was told by a person who is, who has worked on super multiple superhero projects were they marvel were they dc were they both uh and this person said both companies were massively underreporting their budgets mm. and uh that is mainly to uh it, this is now we're into my opinion we are moving into my opinion on the situation well, it's mainly it's just quickly before I, you do that's by the way what you just said is now been confirmed it's been, it's been confirmed. officially confirmed that they've been underreporting budgets and you need to add between 50 to 100 million to pretty much every film. So it's since been confirmed. I've been saying this for a long time since I heard it, just on live streams and stuff. And uh, my theory on this is uh, they want to hide the embarrassment and they also want to hide it from your average shareholder. I think that's illegal. I think that's fucking illegal. But again... <laughs> I am not a financial analyst. I don't know yeah. anything about this stuff. Um, Pretty sure that's illegal, though. The stock I own is accidental, and I couldn't get rid of it. So it's Tesla stock that I got from when I worked there. I own some Marvel stock when they first uh, hit the stock market back in the 90s. And it turned into Disney stock. And I don't know what happened to it, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know what happened to it. I never got any money or anything, but I got a cool Marvel stock certificate. I do. I'm not a big stock guy. Don't care. Uh, before we go into yeah, ass poker, <laughs> uh, before we go into the ass poker element, let's go through some supers um, because that's been wow. Awesome. That was some pretty heavy convo. Uh, pretty fun convo. Can I just yeah. say? Uh, but I, 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 I'm, I have always had the mentality that I think um, guns, DC versus, is DOA. DOA. I've always had that mentality. There has been nothing that I have seen uh, to to change my mind, or heard from James Gunn. Uh, and we're going to hear another comment from James Gunn in a, in a super chat in a second from Mikey Gustler. Oh dear. Which really does just Mike uh, is, by the way, James Gunn's biggest fan. I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, Alcatraz with a five dollar says, Hola, the real BBC. Ki tengan buen dia. I'm only doing this to help you with your Spanish as. Okay. I know Spanish. Hey. Taco taco burrito, man. Come on. You said qui. Did you just say qui? Like yeah, no, it's Quee. It's que. He's correct. It's Quee. Say that to as many people as you know. Quee. 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 
don't know if you can talk, Gary. <laughs> British, what the fuck do I want with Spanish? Anyway, uh, hey, it's um, the, hey, T. Hey. Louis the second. Hey. T. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get to. I I I acknowledge I'm stupid, but I can still laugh. At stupid. Okay. <laughs> But you guys finished school. What's your fucking excuse? Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You finished school. You're British. All the British finished school. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what's, what's Spanish got to fucking do with anything? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't taught Spanish in Britain. Yeah, we weren't taught Spanish and fucking French. Yeah, yeah. French and Welsh for me. Uh, As we saw that okay. English, it as means well. it, it does mean kind of what? Okay, 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 okay. I was gonna say after watching all that faulty towers, and you pronounced it wrong. As can't believe it. Okay, okay. Uh, it's all fucking Spanish to me. You ever you ever heard uh, Cheech Cheech's song Mexican no. Americans? You never heard the song Mexican Americans by Cheech? No. Mexican Americans go to night school and take Spanish and get a B. (laughs) Get a B. That's not an A. It's a B. B. I I would have got a B in English. Uh, I failed English. So what the fuck? That is good. That is good. And they uh, they also finished off with saying the song after the stream. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. Say anyway. I almost have all issues of Thor three ninety to four hundred. Cheers. B is an Asian <laughs> half. <laughs> yes. Yes. So true. Yeah. Uh, John P became a member at the sorcerer level, and Mikey Gussler with a twenty says. Someone asked Gunn if there are too many characters in his new Superman film. And his response was, quote, I don't understand this fear. There are less characters than in 40-year-old Virgin. Did you think Steve Carell got enough time? Question mark. So 40-year-old Virgin and Superman feel feel like... Mm -hmm. feel, Feel free to make a whole video about how wrong I am on this. Feel sure. like the kind of different stories. Um what do you guys well, reckon? I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but Mount Superman 2. <laughs> <They're the same. laughs> I feel like the approach more we like, have more like 35 year old version though in Superman yeah, 2. I mean but like it's it's in the same realm. <laughs> Man gets laid, loses his powers. Yeah. Yeah. He just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loses his power so he can crush the puss. Oh. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Dude, as soon as I ain't gonna go there, I could get okay, a lot of uh, Okay, 40 year old virgin is a good movie. I like the movie. What? Uh, yeah, I remember like it is funny as fuck, but I don't know if we should use it as a model for Superman. No, a, co- a comedy about a forty-year-old virgin, a superhero Wait, film uh, about the last son of Krypton. We're trying to be as fair as possible. If he's trying to broaden it out to we can balance character and still maintain a good story for the protagonist or whatever, it's like I'm not, I'm, I'm not shitting on forty-year-old virgin, but I don't think anyone thinks his character arc in that film is phenomenal, despite being surrounded by many characters. It's like, well, it's really funny. 
and you see a guy struggling to have sex finally have sex. That's what that movie is. It's not like Superbad where there's going to be a shit ton to do for Clark Kent and for Kal El. Like this, the this collection is, in that movie is excellent. So it's kind of an insane comparison. Um, though I imagine he he would be like, no, that's not the point I'm making. And I'd be like, all right. An ensemble movie can indeed give a really great journey for an individual character, but it doesn't change the fact that he's juggling a hell of a lot for Superman's opening. Yeah, like what? Somebody put in the chat, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> like the waxing scene. What's the equivalent to the waxing scene in Superman? I'm just <laughs> he's never used uh, his lasers. Kneel before Zod? I've... <laughs> why do, why do you test me when I know you are? I will kill you for it. Uh, Mikey Gussler with a $10 says, uh, a Hollywood urine list responded to comments regarding whether Superman Legacy would be a hit. He said, quote, the studio behind it shouldn't worry about its finances before making sure of its quality. Well, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. You kind of got to do both. <laughs> When you're a company, like you won't have any quality if you can't afford it. Uh, I get, I understand what they're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I understand what they're trying to say. Um, but yeah, it has to. You have to make a good film that you think is going to be commercially viable. Um, otherwise, you you know you might get into a situation like Dread. Dread is a fantastic. I think a fantastic film. One of and the it, best and it comic just book adaptations of all time. Bombed at the cinema. Bombed oh. at the cinema. Feels hard to figure out that one. You but wonder I, what year it needed to release to be successful. Well, we, I mean, now? we have, I, I get what he's saying because we are, all of us here have said, just make one good film. Before what? you start putting the cart before the horse, get the fucking horse. Uh, so, I, I, so I don't, I, you know, I think, um, I don't want to be too harsh on that one because I think they're trying to say that the quality of, of superhero yeah. films is in the fucking toilet, and yeah, it is. I, I, Blade Runner bombed too. Yes, and that's a phenomenal movie. And and I think Dread yeah. has enjoyed like a cult status now. I mean, uh, the, it's the, it was good enough for them to put it in 4K early on, so showing that it, its DVD sales were strong enough. Yes, they were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Um, Striker X24 with the five dollars is Mauler of the Long. I pray to thee, please involve your family again when you do your the Marvel unbright the Marvels. I think it's meant to be unbridled rage. People thoroughly enjoyed hearing my sister laughing her ass off when she saw Modok. Which yes, it is <laughs> when when you have someone who's not as you know plugged in as we are with all of this stuff reacting exactly the same as we do it's there's something fun and special about it but it was very spontaneous that was so you know i can't promise whatever may happen in future but uh so, she's she's gonna be really happy to hear that everyone found that funny as fuck as well uh, i was great well done and this is how you deal with modok because he's a funny looking bad guy right uh, and we talked about this before, Mahler. You you make him look like the Modok from the comics, and yes, you're going to give some get some laughs, and then you have him slaughter. Yeah, mercilessly, mercilessly. I can't even say it. Mercilessly. Thank you. Uh, a lot of fucking people on screen, heads flying, and you make him fucking just incredibly dangerous. That you still go, oh shit. You know, it's like the the you know like oh, what's the the stupid fucking cat 
from fucking uh, Captain Marvel that everybody didn't watch him. Oh, you didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm blanking on the name because I'm old and I don't care. Uh, the, uh, but like that, you do something like that, but way worse, way worse. Just carnage everywhere. Modoc, like nobody survives. And then you go, oh shit. Then you start taking it seriously. Goose. People are saying goose. Goose is the name, but it's called. Uh, no, it's got the. It's it's a type of creature. The type of creature it's called. Oh yeah 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 yeah. The, yeah, the, it's it's whatever. I want to name off IKEA furniture, but I can't. You know, <laughs> I'm flanking it right now, dude. Uh, the Flarkin. Flarkin. Yes, Flarkin. Thank you. Which is also a bookshelf that you can get at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, yeah, Durkin. Um, James Norman with a five pounds says, Mola, if Spidey was in a probability storm, he'd mm. use his Spidey senses to move in perfect unison or create one probability it's not unique to Ant Man. Um, when you say it's not unique to Ant Man, uh, because that's probably referencing the video we covered in the anniversary, it basically. The video argued that um, the situation, the reason why Ant Man Quantumania is bad is because a lot of what he goes through in that film isn't unique to Ant Man. Like anyone could have gone through it, which I don't buy as like the reason it's bad. And I think we argued like anyone could have gone through, uh, or the, the, a lot of the things he has to deal with are specific to him because of the technology. Like we wouldn't have Iron Man or Spider Man going down there because they don't have the fucking shrink tech. I suppose if they did, they would. Um, and I guess this person's saying, like, you know, Spider Man could have to deal with that probability storm bullshit as well, which I don't disagree with. I just I don't buy it as a point anyway that um, the film's bad because it wasn't an it wasn't a Scott Lang specific problem that he had to deal with. Even though arguably it still is, like having Modok there who personally hates him and was motivated to drag him down there. This is what I mean. These are not the problems with the film. Like I don't think that we need to make it more about you know Scott's particular personality traits dragging him down there i'm even of the, the opinion that we could make it work by going down to the quantum realm of course they were just really shit at it yep well and, and they're lazy uh i mean you you broke down very well why it's bad it's bad because it was badly written poorly acted it's not really about ant-man and it's a fucking human cartoon that looks like spy kids three not even the first spy kids uh and the uh the fuck the effects are so bad, so freaking bad. I was watching uh, Order of the Phoenix the other day with Creature, those little, you know, that the elf. Oh, the, oh, the house, elf, right? oh, house elf, right? Yeah. The house elf creature, in, not, not, sorry, in Deathly Hollows, the one in Deathly Hollows they did, where the, the effects on that are fucking amazing. And they used an actor, they used mocap, but like uh, the the uncanny, the, they defeated the uncanny valley with a longer nose and everything. But like, if you look at those effects, and this is ten years ago. Well, no longer, longer than ten years ago. Mm. Better than anything we've seen from Marvel in the last since Endgame, and Endgame yeah. been washed out and messy. That's because it's a production line now, and they're not they're not taking the time, they're not planning. It, it's just churn out product. That's it. Is. Um, it's just it is a cons assembly line. When was uh, Dead Man's Chest? Oh God, uh, twenty uh, t almost twenty years ago. Yeah, because that's the one people always cite as being like you watch the behind the scenes and it's Bill Nye in the pajamas with the things. And if you listen to him talk about it, he's like, I fucking hated it. I was freezing. I was like dying all the time. I looked ridiculous. You have to really sacrifice any ego you could possibly have. 
and you just hope that it's all going to work out in post. Then it's like, yeah, you, you created one of the best looking CG creatures in in ever, and thanks to his performance, you believe Davy Jones is a fucking threatening monster in yep. certainly in uh, Dead Man's Chest. And it's just interesting to compare. He looks better than anything in Phase Four and Five. Absolutely. Um. Tess with the $10 says, I heard Gary on a previous stream say that he has a PlayStation 4. You lads should get him to play Bloodborne. Guys, stop it. Stop it. He can't walk in a straight line. (laughs) How is he going to kill anything? Making him play Bloodborne would be a crime. That's not fair. Do you need to walk in a straight line to kill anything in Bloodborne? Yes, yeah, and and, and other and other ways doors? as well. Yeah, other doors? directions. There are doors. There yes. are multiple doors. Yeah. Ladders. Okay, all kinds. Ladder, yeah. I want to clarify when I say I have a PlayStation Four. Is I bought a PlayStation Four so I could play Spider Man, and I've I've never I haven't seen it since I bought it because my kids took it. <laughs> I literally don't know where it is. <laughs> you just reminded me, my mate still got my fucking Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You see how you, kids good? No, my oldest kid like confiscated it. I haven't seen it. This is he also probably, ha- Halo like, Unlockable. He's like, Dad, you'll hurt yourself on this. I'm doing this for your own good. Dearest with a five dollars is listening. Uh, listening during my weekly road trip to a comic store in my state. Hope you can get 32 flavors of Nick Weiser oh, or clobbering cool. times on BBC someday. Cheers. You know, uh, clobbering times. Awesome. Nick is awesome. Good guys. We, when we do a very comic specific one, see, I was going to have, I had comics to bag and board today and then I, I ran out of bag, bag and board, but Mahler will enjoy <gasps> their Buffy comics. Ooh. that run i was talking about that the run that came out while the series was coming out it's not a season eight or nine situation it's like these were coming out while the series was coming out there's like stories that run alongside sort of thing yeah 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 they're really good good stuff so someone mentioning by the way and i know there's been we've had arguments over it before mainly naming this as uh that someone was saying like the sea captain in mando season three if you remember him he's like a practical i didn't watch one. season three of mando Oh well, he, he just imagine he's he's like a he is a okay. practical effect, but he was everyone thought he was embarrassing. And there was someone in chat said like compare him to Davy Jones. It's like yeah, it's an example of um, practical doesn't always beat CG. Um, it's bad practical versus amazing CG in that case, you know. Mm. And that um, that's the damage that I believe Disney has done to the point where discussion around CG is now like CG sucks, no more CG. And it's like that's. That that's not even it at all. It's it's like the poor implementation, the poor amount of time because CG is incredible at its best. But yeah, and it's not going anywhere. I mean, of course not. They they rely on it more than ever. mocked the CG in his own film. Really fucked up. Yep. Where to where to shit on uh, people who are working at not making incredible crunch? Yeah. Well, that's one of those. um, The buck stops with you. Actually, Gary, this is something relevant. Uh, I watched the Bounty after. Mm. Remember, remember you said you should oh, see it. Yeah, what'd you I think? It was pretty good. I really mm. liked it, and it was neat seeing so many. Uh, I didn't realize Theoden was in that film as well. Bernard Hill, he pops up. He's a uh, of the crew and everything. But um, yeah, the reason I bring it up was that I think when there's yeah when when the crew are getting more and more sort of discontented, uh, they have like a meeting with all the higher ups, and Anthony Hopkins says, "I am like you know 
fully in charge here and as such yeah. i will take full responsibility when the time comes but for now i do see it as your fault that this has all happened in the like they're trying to solve the problem but he's basically saying like when it all you know is over it'll be my fault and i understand that and i'll take full responsibility for it but as we're solving the problem you know he basically says like you guys need to do more you guys need to do this that, and the other and that's i was thinking that's very uh, allegorical for how this works when you're making the movies right it's like the director can be like you you're being slow you you need to do this better you you need to blah blah, blah. you need to care about this you've got this wrong but once it's all said and done for you now that's your film and so you can't like go like oh look at this shitty cg it's like that's you man like you should have done a better job you gotta take any good person is supposed to do that anyway oh just, guys it's your oh. project it's fucking sad but whatever <laughs> okay so, before we continue i got i gotta show this off so we're going to talk about this in a moment before you jump in i need to show two things this is the first one yeah samba tv uh 1.2 million u.s households watched the premiere episode of ahsoka in its first six days on disney plus okay hold that thought this is a tweet from the official Star Wars account, which just came out. As thank you for being the best fans in the galaxy, Ahsoka draws 14 million views for its first episode. Sorry, I was reading something else. <laughs> I could have easily, I could have easily have taken that as laughing at this as well. No way, it draws 14 million. Rewind. Well, what is there to say other than just... Uh, <laughs> thank you. So according to Star Wars, it yes. draw, it drew... Drewed. Drawed. <laughs> it, drew, it drew 14 million views on its first episode. First episode. Not the second episode. First episode. Uh, where are the numbers to prove this? I'm gonna I'm gonna click that link. I'm gonna go to that link. Was it impressions? Was it views? Did well, it, it said views. It said 14 million views. This is where it leads to uh, a Star Wars website. Uh, to a StarWars.com. Oh, <laughs> so according to Star Wars. So according to Star Wars, Star Wars is great. According yeah. to Samba TV, <laughs> not so much. So those 14 million views must have been on phones and desktops. Uh, Lucasfilm and the Walt Disney Company are thrilled and humbled to announce that Ahsoka, part one oh, of Ahsoka, shit. Master and Apprentice, was the most watched title on Disney Plus this past week. The debut episode garnered 14 million views. <laughs> uh, to be fair, it's less than the 100 million Amazon announced for the Rings of Power. <laughs> uh, making the series number one globally on According the streaming to... platform. <laughs> According to Disney. According to Disney, it's the number one global show on their own platform. Huh. Mm. I mean, considering okay. that, I believe that considering there what was nothing that? else on their platform. <laughs> Not that you would know this information, but how does that compare with what they've made claims about with the other shows? I don't. I haven't heard them make a claim like this. I know this is a first. May, um, maybe because be Samba TV put this out. <laughs> I could be wrong, so please, you know, I've been wrong about stuff before. Hey, uh, Strange New Worlds did chart on the Nielsen ratings at number ten on Originals. So I sit corrected there, but uh, I don't think I've heard that before. 
The latest new Star Wars series, Ahsoka, finally hit screens with 1.2 million US households watching over its first six days. Six this, days. This is That's similar. Important. This is similar in viewership of Andor's premiere episode and slightly lower than the Mandalorian's third season premiere over its first six days. As I remember, was disappointing, right? Yes. Here's the problem. Six days is new. It was over four days and three days in the past. It, it wasn't over six days. So they have stretched this out a couple of days. <laughs> it, it, was, it was overnight once upon a time, but, you yeah. know, there you go. It's, uh, it, it's, uh, so that's 200,000 views a day. Uh, so now, Samba TV is a sample size and somewhat of an algorithm of watching it on Roku and, 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 or, or things like that, watching it on your, in your home theaters, which by the way, is becoming the majority, uh, that, uh, more people are starting to watch it on their TVs than watch it on their desktops or their phones. Which they 14, don't have 14 million views. So does that mean because it took me approximately six to seven hours to watch that first episode in totality, and I must have clicked back onto it three or four times at least. That's a view. That's three. So that is, is that that is four views right that's there. Four views. So that's four views, five views, whatever, towards the 14 million. So they are saying. If 1.2, I know, I know the Samba TV isn't isn't uh, you know absolute, but, but as Ryan pointed out, that mm -hmm. their data is better than Nielsen's. It's good, yeah. It's still good data. It's not absolute, but it's still good data. So according to their data, every household had to click on Ahsoka approximately eleven times, ten to eleven times. Or did it say no? It said globally fourteen million, didn't it? Yeah, it globally. Did. And this is just uh, this is just the U.S. So globally, I still call bullshit on that. I, it's, it's, I, I calling utter horseshit. Show us the numbers. Show us the individual. How does make sense? Like um, nobody knows who Ahsoka is. No offense. <laughs> okay, there's Clone Wars fans, sure. Uh, Rebels fans, yeah. But like general audiences, a lot of Star Wars fans don't even like care that much. Correct. And they already don't care because of everything else that's happening. Yeah. The show is gonna have a hard time, you know, no matter what. Anecdotally, of course. It's also I, boring. Yes, I, I, I don't have data, but nobody cares about the show. Uh, the comments I seen the most in my videos, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Well, no. most people are just talking about Sabine getting stabbed. That's what everyone yeah. was talking about. Yeah. But it's not even a Soka show, it's a Sabine show. Exactly. Bean. <laughs> yeah. We haven't gotten anything for Ahsoka yet. I'm still waiting on no. that. No. Wait. Uh, they went back and forth from the capital of Lethal to the apartment like four times. That's what they did uh, over two episodes. Well, over they, two fucking episodes. Well, I mean, it was a few times, admittedly. Yeah. Yeah. That's some great story. That's interesting. Talking. The force is something female. Uh, it's fucking boring. Force is boring. Yeah. <laughs> It's boring. It was, it was really boring. Really, really boring. Now, are they um, going to continue with their 9 p.m. Eastern release schedule? Or is that just for the premiere episode? Do we get another episode tonight? 
Well, didn't they push it because of the uh, debates? That that's uh, they didn't admit that, but absolutely, that's why they did. They they moved it forward to avoid the debates and uh, the Trump interview. So, will it actually be tomorrow, or will it now be tonight? You yeah, know, you know I, what I mean. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's the question I asked: is will it be on tonight at nine, or will it be back to like releasing at three in the morning or whatever? Or midnight? are we going to watch it? I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not being facetious, but. It I was am. only required viewing for Friday night tights for this week. Are we going to watch it again? Are we going to watch any more? Whole season, baby. Okay. Whole season. If I go through the whole season, I have to start making some Ahsoka review videos. Then. Yes, you do. That's the whole point. Is I, I make you watch it for FNT, but you can use it as content. Oh, for don't your try channel. and turn this around on me, Gary. I did. I just did. It's all your decision as an individual. What you do as a channel. It's fair because you made him read the James Gunn quote. So now you have to watch all of Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. If As tells me to watch or read something for this show, I, I, I'll do it. Like, you won't. Yes, I will. You won't. I will. How, how many times have I ever asked you to read or nothing? No, exactly. <laughs> I know. But you might someday. That's why you do it, because I've never fucking asked. <laughs> but I do it. I like. I, I I like doing this stuff. Even though I do it on Friday night tights for all of you multiple times a month, and you have never ever asked me. I just want you to know if you did. Even though you've never, I would. Well, because you never. <laughs> I would do it. Now, now, if you actually did, though, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about it. If it, like, um, people are saying Arcane, if we're going to review Arcane on this show, then yes, I will watch it. I ain't watching. I ain't reviewing Arcane on this show. So there you go. They wouldn't do it after a Mola and Drinker recommendation, guys. I don't know. It's... I'll get around to it. It'll. I'm not so, uh, I know I could buy, and I could go watch it with my friend Captain Jack Sparrow. But I'm not. I'm not uh, even uh, subscribed to Netflix anymore. I'm, I can't missing cancel out my on all that great um, Witcher uh, serial uh, killer documentaries. <laughs> that's, that's the main thing you're missing out on. Yeah, there's a couple of documentaries that are pretty good on Netflix. Like, I'm, sure they I'm, like some of the most successful shit they have on Netflix. There's shit tons of them on there. A huge industry. They probably, apocalypse. That's a good one. Is that? Yeah. The, I mean, it's just Netflix documentaries. It's just shit chunks in general, isn't it? Yeah. Was, uh, my my sister was watching one. She was recommending it about like a deep sea diver where it's like a competition where you free dive. You know about this and like oh. there's, a, there's a lady who was trying to break the record and this whole story about how everything some things go right, some things go very very wrong. It's quite interesting. I was just like, Jesus, this is a documentary for everything. Okay, um, going back to Ahsoka. <laughs> People watch it. You fuck. You do too. Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, there was actually a really good tweet uh, by somebody. They are called Ner Nerd Erotic. And uh, they said it's not a question of whether the Star Wars fandom is split anymore. It's a question of how many are left. I actually thought this was uh, fucking spot the fuck on. Cheers. It was funny you were reading that, and I was like, that guy's right. And I was like, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> that guy is right. Yeah, I, I think I replied with like, boom, head, yeah, boom, headshot. Uh, that was just absolutely nailed it right there. I don't think, uh, you're absolutely correct, I don't think we have a 
divided fandom anymore. I think we have a uh, crumbling um, remnants of a fandom now. The, the once great cinematic franchise that was Star Wars is now, and again, I'll bring you into this, Mauler, it is now being uh, resorted into characters that regular people have no idea about being put into situations as we saw from Ahsoka. And if you hadn't have watched uh, all of Clone Wars, if you hadn't have watched at the very least all of Rebels, you'd have no fucking clue who you're dealing with here. Yeah, they did such a bad job of like a reintroduction. No character development, no instruction yeah, but, to the um, characters, no character development, no nothing. They do this in Doctor Who, like, well, they did this in Doctor Who a lot, right? Reintroductions, because it's like, by the way, new audiences, they don't have fucking any clue about what's happened before. If you want to grab new people, how do you do it? It's like, get new people to ask new questions, reestablish information in new interesting ways. Mm -hmm. You don't just go like, I don't know, man, watch all the other seasons. It's like, okay, but... And, and you got it all, by the way, paywalled on a shitty fucking streaming service that 1% of the actual alleged subscribed audience uh, watch. What the fuck is this streaming service? And by the way, because I've been, I've been looking at maybe getting a Galaxy Flip 5. Um, if I purchase a Galaxy uh, Flip 5 phone, then I will get 12 months of Disney Plus for free because they're just giving away memberships so they can add it to their it's fucking metrics. Yeah, 12. 12 months, Mauler. A whole year they, of Disney Plus for free. That's in the form of the phone. Does that get registered as a sale once the phone is sold or is it already registered as a sale? I don't know. I, I do not know. I think probably when they, they they will discover how many units have gone through, then it'll get added after. I, I would I would imagine, but you just never know. You that know they want to fluff those numbers months. as much as possible. One hundred percent. So they're fluffing it again. This this is this is um this is corrupt because they are they are fluffing it with members. And those, how many members are actually paying members? 50%? Less? More? What is it? We well, don't know because they won't tell us. They won't tell us those, how many are paying members. All those Disney subs that are actually, like Disney Plus subscribers that are actually watching Disney Plus, like how often are they watching Disney Plus versus Netflix versus Prime? A lot of these people have multiple subscriptions. It's like that's important too because it's the health of your, you know, they're only just one month away where they see a paycheck or a bill and they're like, eh, what is really on Disney Plus yeah. for me? You know, more people are probably watching Hulu and they got the Hulu bundle, right? With Disney Plus, um, only a certain amount of your percentage, a percentage of your subscribers watch regularly. I mean, we mm -hmm. have insight into, you know, on a much smaller example, but we have insight to all of our analytics. And we know the percentages of what people hang on. Uh, I uh, iPlayer over in the UK was playing these little tricks with fucking Doctor Who because they would mm -hmm. pad the overnight ratings with the seven day out. And uh, we they publicly stated what an iPlayer view, what counts as an iPlayer view. And that's basically somebody clicking on and watching for about 10 seconds. Yeah. That's not watching an entire episode. We don't know how many people watch the entire episode. Uh, it's probably like a very low percentage. 
especially of Jody's shite. So, uh, yeah, I, Disney, you're fucking lying. Lucasfilm, you're lying. Prove me wrong. You're fucking lying. Well, you, uh, you said the you said the key word there. Prove they won't because that would mean they would truly disclose what their actual numbers are of paying customers. Oh, yeah. There's a whole fucking strike going on right now where they refuse to show any transparency to any of the writers or actors, which would actually benefit them because they wouldn't make any fucking residuals <laughs> because they're no. But, but it would also expose the fact that they're funny, they, yeah. <laughs> we don't have residuals. We don't make any money, but we are making money because it's viewed very well. Yeah, and I'd hate to I hate to break this to the actors and writers. It ain't about you. It's about the shareholder, shareholder. and investors. Always has been. Always will be. Yep. That's why we're not getting the numbers, folks. The only reason we're not getting the numbers is because it would tank the stock. Hey, dude, the that, would bring, that would bring in your antitrust shit pretty quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and by the way, Disney stock is declining and declining and declining and declining. Uh, 14. Uh, uh, it was at its lowest level. I mean, I haven't checked it today, but a couple days ago or, or Friday, uh, it was at its lowest level since 2014. That's prior to The Force oh. Awakens. And that was on the week Ahsoka was released. Yeah, I'm just going to bring up... I'm trying to be as fair as I can. I'm not playing with one week, Liar. two weeks. I'm going to bring up the last five years of the Disney stock, okay? This is the last five years. I'll allow it. So you can see here, back five years ago, where it's at, uh, what is that, 110? Mm -hmm. So it kind of goes and it goes up a bit. Then we get to 150. Oh, wait. Uh, I want you to get to that really high point. Okay. A, we'll get to that. Don't yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. worry. <laughs> so we, it, by 2020, just shy of 2020, it's at 147. Then wait, we go... Okay, go to that big drop right there. The drop here, the dip down. Uh, uh, this is COVID, though. This is in COVID. This is COVID, but it's also right after the rise of Skywalker and the success of the Mandalorian. By uh, dips down to 85. Uh, but I think this is majority-wise code. And then during COOF, yeah. of course, people looking at streaming services, looking at... Now everybody's locked down, and wow! Look yeah, at lockdown, 197. 197. That is in March of 2021. And then, uh, you know, little, 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 oh, 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 oh. Oh, eh, oh, oh, uh, eh, oh, 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 no, three. That's where we are. That's where we are over five fucking years. Hollywood's in big trouble, I think. And this has been on pretty much. I mean, you put a through, you put a through line from here. To here, and that through line goes there. That is mass decline. You put uh, a through line from here to here. That through line is there. It is massive decline. 
These don't be fooled by little ups and downs. It's the through line you need to be looking at. See, you see the through line here is up. That through line is up there. This through line here is up. Regardless of this big dip, it's yep. up. Yep. Through line from essentially from the peak here, it's all down fucking hill. And just to remind everybody, there's a strike, so they can't make anything. And they're ditching stuff uh, off of their platform now that's already been finished. Mm -hmm. That they paid for, and it's been finished. And now they're trying to shop it to license it. Because they, they, they will get more money licensing. by selling the series to wow. somebody than putting it on their own streaming service. Because that takes up data, which costs them a lot of money. And they're not making any money on Disney Plus. And I remind you all, Bob Iger said Disney Plus will be profitable by next year. No. <laughs> so he also, also, it helps when you license things out that you don't pay yourself to license it. Uh-huh. Like they've been doing. Like the 160 million they added onto Thor Love and Thunder as profit because they paid it themselves so they could put Thor Love and Thunder on Disney Plus. They just they Disney paid Disney 160 million from the streaming service to the fucking profit of the film, the license. How, how much would the uh, Ahsoka's budget has yet to be re revealed, but it's expected to be more than one hundred million. Oh, it'd be it'd be over it'd be around two hundred at least million probably because that's what Andor was. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, technically Andor's beating it. Uh, by the way. Um, uh, Andor is on a slight. It's actually on a slight. It's got more legs than any of the Star Wars shows, and it's on a slight upturn at the moment. They're, um, they're releasing Andor on Blu-ray, right? I think so. I mean, I'd be curious to know if that has any legs in that market. Well, they, didn't they put it on uh, on Hulu or something too? They put it on. I don't know if it was Terrestrial or Hulu. Uh, Miss Marvel's on uh, Terrestrial TV. It's not. It didn't Whoa. do so well. <laughs> yeah, it, it did a storming average of around 720,000, give or take. In a country of uh, 333 million people, something like that. Documented. So close. So close to being, oh, no, no nobody cares. Sam Aminot's... Um, uh, exploitation money fund character right. um, not doing so well. How this shocks me. I'm shocked. Crazy stuff, huh? Crazy. But there again, Disney. And, and by the way, Disney are now they're they're in trouble, aren't they? They're in trouble for uh, moving the money. Uh, yes, they are. Uh, it's a it's with the Fox merger. Uh, there's people who know more about it than me, but there was an investment company into Fox who had never done business with Disney before. So you could tell they just didn't like it. They did business with pretty much everybody else except for Disney. Uh, Disney bought Fox and uh, they were either lied to or some money was shifted around to where they didn't get their, their fair, their, they feel their fair share. Um, and it's kind of a big lawsuit, though, because this isn't just some tiny little firm. This is a firm that's entrenched in Hollywood that has been working with them for a long time. 
Uh, and Disney's treating it like they uh, treated, uh, you know, the authors of the EU books when they bought Disney. They're like, oh, we don't need to pay you residuals anymore. We're just going to stop. So there you go. Reedy Creek also is a big problem for them. Uh, their fight with Florida is a big problem for them. The family company coming out against family, going like against their entire brand, bit of a problem. And it's starting to affect the, the fact that it's even lightly affecting their parks is massive. That is a massive. Uh, I'm really glad you just mentioned that, Gary, because yeah. I just got this lined up here. Uh, speaking of Disney parks, uh, go to Disney parks and be greeted by a man in a dress. Gonna meet your children. This is at Disney. This is what we're at now. Uh, men in dresses with beards are coming to greet your children. What even is he supposed to be a character? Um, I mean, he's a character, all right? But uh, I don't know what type of character. So this is this is now floating around this and this is all as you can see these are re this is recent recent stuff man they 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 don't fit a certain stereotype at all do no they? no no you know what I like to do with maps no oh wait hold you know on do what I like to do with maps uh, sorry I thought the guy in the front maps I mean, I, I, th I thought that was Chris Hansen like tell you where to go places at fantasy maps but yeah, what yeah, I yeah. like to do to maps is uh, I like to put them up against the wall. Mm. So, uh, I like yeah. to hang mine. Yeah, hang hang them from the ceiling. From, from the wall. Hang them, you know. Wall. Hang the hang yeah. Yeah. Wall. And if you don't have the space, of course, you just I have, I have in the woodshop. Hanging from my ceiling. I do. Uh so yeah, take your kids to Disneyland and uh the family company is so anti-family it is unreal we're in such a i don't know what this means what does this mean we're in such interesting times wood chipper go burr i don't know what that means either but no. it does the wood chipper does go burr yeah it does go burr yeah i guess it's if you turn it on the wood chipper yeah it goes burr. that's how far go uh oh yeah yes yeah, yeah, is that your friend in the wood chipper hey your friend in the wood chipper I can't do a Wisconsin accent or whatever it is. Well, it's a Miss Minnesota. Minnesota accent. Don't you Minnes know? Oh yeah. Go oh yeah. Don't you know? Oh yeah. Don't you know? That first, uh, that Fargo film, by the way, is fantastic. Really good stuff. It is. Fargo show is also worth seeing. Season one. Uh, uh, season yeah, well, yeah. Season one and two have seen. That's Noah Howley. That's Noah Howley. Did that, and he did a good job with seasons one and two of Legion. Uh, season two had a really bizarre ending. Don't you know? Don't you know? Cafe. cafe. I never watched season three, though. Well, my well, my my relatives are from South Dakota, which is same thing. Same accent. Uh, let's go into some more. Uh, or have we got have we got any more Ahsoka? Any anything else we want to really say about Ahsoka? Well, the thing is, a lot of the people who are listening right now likely saw. Friday Night Tights or Open Bar mm -hmm. or like the Betty Breakdown. It's kind of hard to sometimes talk about anything new. That's why I than... haven't tried to review yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, what can you say? Like, it's been a decent amount of time now since we saw the episodes. It's obviously, there's zero juice. No one gives a fuck. 
Uh, no. We'll see it through, and I imagine there's going to be some big thing that'll happen that everyone's going to be like, whoa, that character did that thing. And then no one will care a week later. And that's the cycle. Here's the problem. I mean, like, if based on the Disney trilogy, not the EU, because uh, I recently went back and, and listened to my audio version of Dark Empire, where they mentioned Thrawn, by the way. Uh, it's very good. It's available on YouTube for free, and they put the comics up to it, too. Uh, the Dark Empire, I think it's the definitive edition or something like that. It's pretty good. Um, uh, we know whatever happens will be insignificant because the New Republic does rise to become the incompetent New Republic that they are. Yes. That gives rise to the First Order. So the only thing this will do is reinforce the Force Order. First Order. It will not, and I repeat, will not retcon the disney trilogy it will try to fortify it it will try to fortify it we even had polygon uh come out and say um which was the hilarious fucking cell phone was uh, ahsoka will fix the disney trilogy like uh the clone wars fixed uh the prequels and i just caught him i said so you admit the disney trilogy sucked i mean because you just did the, the the trilogy that you fucking backed to the hilt for years called fans racists and russian bots and all that shit now now you're saying it needs to be fixed you fuck go out of business fucking well you mean but they're, but they're bringing it back they're bringing it back they're bringing ray back they're bringing it back they're bringing the sequel shit back oh yeah, yeah so if it was cool. so bad why are they making more ray stuff gary uh well because uh, ahsoka will be in ray she'll be like his obi-wan her, 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 oh, uh oh, um, but see, how much okay, how many films has Kathleen Kennedy announced since All the life of, of Skywalker? She has oh. announced a Rianne Johnson trilogy. No, no, it's Last Jedi, but let's just say Last Jedi, uh, Rianne Johnson trilogy, a Dan and Dave trilogy, not just a movie, a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taika Waititi's Taika movie, Waititi, um, uh, Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins movie, uh, a a um, Mangold movie, just, just, just movies, not TV Mangold show, movie, right? A Mangold movie, Mangold movie. That's yeah. uh, that's about nine movies they've announced. How many of them are actually going to happen? Uh, oh, and then there's the Ray movie, so that's ten. I have a bad feeling the Ray one will happen. Yeah, that's wait. Ten, ten, are you ten, saying you you have a bad feeling about this? <laughs> I do. Okay, so nine or ten movies she has announced since uh, the Last Jedi, uh, and they haven't released a Star Wars film since 2019. We're going on five years. Well, uh, can we just cut some chaff? Uh, the trilogy, Dan trilogy, not happening. Dan and Dave trilogy, not happening. Rian Johnson trilogy, not happening quite clearly. The Paddy Jenkins movie is now no longer happening. It looks like we've got the Ray movie left and the Taika Waititi movie oh, left. And, and, and the Kevin Feige the, movie. The Mangold movie. Oh, the, the Mangold, oh, the Feige movie is not happening either. Oh, and it was never going to happen except they announced it on their fucking Star Wars channel. Yes, but it's not happening. So that's 10 or 11 movies. Oh, the Mando movie and then the other one, right? The, the, Man uh, the Boba Fett movie got turned into a TV series. The Kenobi the movie one. got turned into a TV series. Yeah, I'm talking about the new one they announced. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's like 10, 12, 11, whatever. Uh, none of them. When are you happen. say the Mando movie, you mean the Ahsoka movie? None are, none are going to happen. No, no the Bo Katan movie. 
my argument, Focus, sorry, yeah, the my argument with Star Trek and the health of Star Trek was okay, release a fucking movie. Re- release a movie. Let's see, let's get Star Trek 4 out there. Let's see how it does. Release that Ray movie. We are now like almost as as much as the Marvels. I am a fan of this Ray movie. I want it to come out. I need this to happen. I really do. Because it'll it'll if if the the, end, right? the Star Wars fans need a point to be proven, this would be it. Yeah, because like if that was to make like five hundred million or something, imagine that. So, well, the Ray movie. Yeah, well, I'm saying that would be hopeful for it, of course, but still. Yeah, I was gonna say fire. I think they'd snap your. Well, it depends what the budget they're gonna put. It, they might be delusional enough to think that like, hey, we waited and now we're bringing out a big, you know, this episode. Are they gonna call it episode ten? No, it's not episode ten. No. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't see how this one would ever be able to survive. They've been they've been terrified ever since Solo, and I guess, but not terrified enough to not make a fucking Ray movie. Oh, you get the whole female rebels crew, and you team team them up with Ray. That that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if I remember correctly, wasn't there a rumor of like the ultimate plan was to have like Ahsoka, Mando, Bo-Katan, Boba Fett, Ray, everyone team up and fight something. Thrawn, the Star Avengers. Fight Thrawn. Yeah, yeah. Like they wanted to do Endgame, but for Star Stop Wars. Stop it! Just fuck off and die. But in, in yeah. the time, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia are all well, alive. We don't need. By the we way, don't need, we don't need them. They they suck. <laughs> who, who likes those characters? Oh, it needs does, to go on. Do people even remember those characters? Like, I mean, they're a myth. Nobody no. even knows well, who they I mean, are. The, 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 exactly. But those characters are Star Wars. That's that's pretty fucking clear. There's uh, all these other side characters, but still, it's Han, Luke, and Leia. And it's a it's a division of dwindling division uh, between the people who respect Han, Luke, Leia, Anakin, and uh, Darth Vader, and people who just like the words Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. I like it because it's, it's Star Wars. From the great waning, and we are now into based on Samba TV's numbers. It is, and based on like the, just the, you know, people were like the the most thing. Mahler's right. People were just talking about Sabine getting stabbed. Outside of that, fucking nothing. Like there's been nothing. What else is there to talk about? Oh, wasn't it great? Their little investigation. They managed to just find a random droid that was sitting in the house for no reason. Ooh. Take it back to its manufacturer, and they happened on that day to happen across the ship that was trying to escape, and they happened to get a tracker on well, it despite dodging a million shots. Just like who's going to talk about that? Nothing interesting or incredible happened there. It was all insane. You, you left out the random droid that they ran across that was like, oh, I saw that other droid. Yeah. It's, it's, on, it's on that ship right now. What clinky dinky. For the Empire! <laughs> oh, and shit. Then, and, then, and then General Hera going, I'm a general. Like, I know everything except for the fact that Imperial no, remnants Gary, work Gary. on the fucking shipyards. Nothing and- is classified to me. I'm a general. For everything. <laughs> Sorry? Bitch. Sorry? What? <laughs> so yeah, it's fucking <gasps> stupid. It is. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. Um, no. Meanwhile, as they call it, event TV, like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad back in the day, the amount of huge plot points that would happen that would have people talking for ages. That's because they're well written. Oh God, I can compared... this on the was. Yeah, exactly. Like, the... fuck. 
So I compared the first Weird. episode of Daredevil to the first two of Ahsoka. Oh. But if, you go, if you go for the first two seasons, there's like eight seasons of Disney Plus shit in two seasons of Daredevil. So much fucking happens in those two fucking seasons. It's it's amazing how fucking good that show is and uh, how bad everything has become. So ultimately, we're, we're in apathy now. Like, people aren't even fucking mad anymore. And we like said this was going to happen a long time ago. I said it in my fucking Rise of Skywalker. I said that Disney, the only thing they have done is put an expiration date on Star Wars. The greatest intellectual property of all time is now done. It's going bad in the fridge. It's what it is. It's gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it fucking needs, you know what? You need to keep it in the fridge because it smells so bad that you don't want it stinking up your garbage <laughs> bin. Uh, you need to like take it out the day. You, you, have, to that. you, have, to you have to take it out to the on the day the bin is being picked up so it doesn't sound like just so it doesn't smell like you murdered somebody. Um it's yeah. But this is a, a, a you know, Garrett brought it up. I brought it up. This is a corpse that's been exhumed and defiled multiple times. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hey, are you excited for Accolade? Accolade. <laughs> Not as much as Echo. Ooh. I don't know. I'm more excited for Accolade than I am for Echo. Yeah. I think Echo's just yeah. going to be dog shit. I think Accolade's going to be fucking extra special with cheese no dog shit i okay if they release the acolyte weekly that means they felt stronger about that than echo which they tried to cancel and shit can and couldn't they literally couldn't so they're like, we'll just drop it all at once. And and the only reason they tried to sh- it wasn't even about Echo. They were worried what it would do to Daredevil. Mm. Okay, because Daredevil and Kingpin are both in that series, mm-hmm. and they were concerned this might damage. They were the selling points. <laughs> they were the selling points, and now they're like, oh, we might fuck up Daredevil. Oh shit! Because by the way, hey, in all fairness, She Hulk already did that. She-Hulk already did that. I'm not saying anything's going to get fixed because we are talking about the same people who broke it. Um, But they are realizing that they completely fucked up. Uh, How will they fix it? Um, Probably by breaking it worse. That's that's usually what happens. But um, unfortunately, the good people uh, who are, you know, Joss Whedon gets a lot of criticism. Not the best guy in the world, morally. You know, <laughs> but he helped build the MCU. The the he was instrumental in mapping out the plan for multiple characters with John Favreau and others. But Joss Whedon was there uh, in the first two phases, so they don't have him. They don't have Favreau. They don't have Robert Downey Jr. They don't have Captain America. Uh, Edgar Wright was involved in the early days as well as mapping that some of that stuff out. So a lot of the people who were involved aren't there anymore and it's just kevin feige who's never really been a creative he's a he's a producer and uh some of his ideas not so good lately go back and look how many of the bad ideas we've seen on disney plus were kevin feige's ideas including dr strange mom uh Uh, by the way uh robert Downey jr was amazing in oppenheimer he was uh, brilliant on oppenheimer he should win an award that I don't care about. Um, you hear about Waldron. You hear about our boy Waldron. Mahler. Fire. It's in the title. The, the Avengers uh, writers, the the Waldron, and what's the other guy called, Morley? 
Oh, Jeff Loveness. And yes, I've heard about Loveless. this. A lot of people Loveness like, and Waldron you gotta fired. Take that as a, because like they... It, it, I don't often focus too hard on writers. I mean, I kind of do with Ryan Johnson and JJ as well with Star Wars, but you know, the MOM and Quantumania videos, I am, I'm very much laying it at their feet because they take full like interest and passion for their respective projects, and they talk about how, you know, they talk so brazenly about how they're making shit. And it's just like you guys are the reason. You know, you could have directed it in a better place. There are people in the industry just like them with limited time, limited resources that manage to pull way better things out of their ass. You guys know as well as I do, some of the greatest films of all time have some of the most horrifying nightmare production stories. Like everything down to the wire, everything stretched, everything breaking and falling apart. Even the original Star Wars, that was the way it was. Like getting things to work, desperate to reach budgets and stuff. But there they are saying like, lol, I didn't even know what was in the third act. Or lol, I make it up as I go along. It's just like, yeah, well... It would be nice if there were repercussions for that. Like, for example, not getting able to write the next Avengers movie. And it looks like they're not writing the next Avengers movie. Nope. No, they're both uh, both apparently being uh, removed. Yet to you be wonder, officially wonder. confirmed, but uh, yeah, we'll apparently see. They, they have both been removed from the Kang dynasty. But how retarded they often are, like the sort of bean counters, I could imagine Waldron would be fine because the money that uh, MOM made. It's not because of his sure. writing that it made that money, but I can understand someone being like, oh, well, he's he's the guy who brings in the money. Meanwhile, Loveness is one, you know, Quantumania, it flops, so. I'm not, I'm not expecting director's commentaries to necessarily them, them really kind of critique and, and really break down their whatevers. But I listening, having watched your video... And listening to the director's commentary, I legitimately thought I was dealing with two fucking retards. <laughs> two absolute fucking window-licking retarded fucking motherfuckers. That, that hadn't got a... F hadn't got a... It was like... Honest, honestly, and I, I know this word... Unfortunately, this word's... I've said this word so much recently because we are living in Clownwood, but it felt like a satirical commentary. Like I would be watching um, Made in London or whatever it is. I was just watching some comedy show by, uh, you know, <laughs> starring some major comedian, and this is, and they were playing a, you know, they're playing a film writer in Hollywood, and and it, it felt so ridiculous listening to them. Uh, I, I, you know, what gets me as well is that uh, a lot of the time you think they're just not drawing from the the greatest stuff, right? It must be, and and throughout those clips they say they were inspired by. Uh... Alien, Lord of the Rings, Unforgiven, Alice in Wonderland, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and it's like you're lying to me. You didn't watch any of those movies. You can't. You couldn't have. Like, how could you? It's not fair. How could you watch those and take that? How could you say this movie is the Unforgiven of Janet Van Dyne? What the fuck? Why would you say that? Oh God, yes. Oh my God. Oh. I couldn't believe when I heard that. When they say like, "Oh, we were looking to make finally make like a Star Wars movie," it's like, "Oh, well, I guess modern Star Wars." Fair enough. Oh, it hurts. Fucking, I think they say oh. Raiders at one point as well. And it's just like, don't just keep that oh, name out of there. It hurts. Yeah, the commentary was insane. What were we just talking about earlier? About oh, I was I was talking about authenticity and how the access media and these companies just knowingly lie, and people just automatically go along with it, even though most of them know it's a lie. Fourteen million views. That is 
My asshole. Well, 14 million <laughs> clicks. 14 what 14 maybe, maybe 14 million people logged in over a week period on disney plus i mean like dude it's hey, not star like wars it's not like they have suits on their streaming service okay how many people watched from the beginning to the end of the episode show us the numbers come on show us the numbers you know what uh seven million would be impressive that would be really impressive five million would be impressive on your streaming service so show us, show us the data, just one show. You don't have to show it for every show, show it for one show. I'm sure the actors uh, who worked on it would want to know. I'm sure the writers who worked on it would want to know. Uh, by the way, they don't know. Uh, the only people who do know who work on shows directly, what the numbers are, are uh, high up executive producers. Uh, but the showrunners don't know. They have no idea. No, because... Or you, you said earlier about you know, us being called all kinds of things under sun, racist, sexist, da, da, da. Make no bones about it, people. The term inclusion and diversity in Hollywood means lazy. Yes. Lazy writing, lazy editing, lazy producing. It's so you lower your expectations of actually getting a quality product so that they can throw some sort of diversity crap in your face. Oh, do you hate that we've got fucking black this or Asian that or gay this? Or It's all horse crap. It's all deflection. It's always been diverse. It's always been diverse of cast. It's always been di diverse behind the cameras. It's always been diverse. Diverse and inclusion means fucking laziness. It means don't ask questions. It means anything but inclusion. Oh, I can't wait to go to the gym tonight. I cannot wait. I've cannot been already. Wait. I've been already. Train. I just, I just need to, to, to put the headphones on, put some music on, switch off, and sweat. Yeah, exactly. and just, as, as it's going to go to the gym, put on some Erasure and Bronsky beat. <laughs> absolutely. Look, Yesterday, a little bit, little bit of respect from Eurasian was on. Loved it. Don't have any Bronski beat on, but never mind. Yeah, a bit, a bit of uh, Dead or Alive, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oof. Get the fuck out of here. A little bit of K-pop. Uh, I do, I do. I have uh, Kazajia Forty Six on what? there as well. Kazagugu. <laughs> it's it's J-pop, but you know, I'll, I'll let you have that, Molly. J, I got some, got some J-pop on there. Yeah. Get some B-pop, British. Got some petrol. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Got some, got Western girls on there. Got Issa Sin on there. I listen to Iron Maiden today. You, know, you, end, you never ended the poll, by the way. As <laughs> oh, is it still going? Fuck. Okay, how's it doing? Let's have a look. Let's end the poll. Good God. And give the results. Hey, come on, man. Somebody in chat said nobody would vote that it's awful. I told you they would. Uh, was Batman 1989 an awful movie? Last place, awful, with 4%. Second to last place, bad, with 6%. Second, with 39%. Quite a big leap. Uh, was great. And top, with 49%, was good. So, 88% um, uh, thought that uh, Batman was either good or great, in their opinion. 
Yep. And James Gunn is absolutely entitled to his opinion. It's just what? fucking hilarious that he's now running the DC fucking you know slate. Great is David Ayer has been going off on Twitter for about two weeks <laughs> on his treatment uh, from Warner Brothers and uh, the uh, his Suicide Squad, uh, which I want to see the Ayer cut all fucking day long. Bring it! I want to see what his vision was, whatever I mean, it is. Certainly at this point, like the way he's been talking about it for so long, I want to see this completely different movie now. You know. Well, the James Gunn would see the light of day, but we have James Gunn is not does not tell the truth. So, uh, uh oh, as, uh, but it's been refreshing to hear David Ayer, who I like, I think he's a very good director, a very very good director, is just fucking hammering Warner Brothers. It's been glorious. It has been fucking glorious. Well, he had his movie butchered. He had his movie absolutely yeah. butchered. So well, um, variety, dude. He's been he's been there's been a tweet thread where people have been asking him questions and he's just been answering honestly. Uh, and it says so Suicide Squad broke air. Deadpool opened, right? And they never tested Batman versus Superman. They got hammered by all the critics. Then it's like, okay, we're going to turn David Ayer's dark soulful movie into a fucking comedy now. And that's Warner Brothers. And DC Comics does this too. They, 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 instead of holding back and waiting for their thing to finish, they, they're so fucking insecure about their shit. And they, and it's because they don't know anything about it. Right. Uh, which, which can benefit if, if the higher ups don't care and your thing is a niche thing. When DC comics was this niche thing, uh, the creatives were allowed to do kind of what, uh, what they wanted. Uh, but it was creatives who had respect for DC characters like Alan Moore, one of the most subversive writers out there, still love fucking Superman. Like he likes Superman, the idea of Superman, what Superman was. Uh, so there was still respect for the characters. Do you know uh, what he yeah. did hate? Uh, <laughs> the Watchmen movie. Uh, oh yeah, which I like, by the way. Which I like. He was but, very vocal about that. But um, yeah, he hates kind of everything, you know. Mm. He doesn't, he's not a healthy guy. <laughs> he's not a healthy guy. He's great. Hey, prolific writer. Uh, you know, he hasn't written anything good in a long time, but um, uh, prolific writer. Uh, Mark Millar's still out there killing it. Mark Millar's, uh, Mark yeah. Millar. You know what Mark Millar loves? Comic books. Comic you know books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. I mean, Mark Millar wrote some authority. Yes, he did. He wrote some authority. He didn't create it. That was um It was a jiggy. Wildstorm comic. Wildstorm was purchased by DC. Mm -hmm. Fine is some alternate publisher thing out there, kind of an indie, an indie version of superheroes that but like part of the DC universe. Hell no. No, 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 nope. Nope. Not when you're starting out. Maybe after like 20 years. You bring in the authority. You don't bring them in in year two. Uh, but no. nope, nope. No, uh, Mister A, it's Mark Millar. It's not Mark Miller. It's Mark Millar. Fine. Feel free to correct yourself. Um, uh, but Mark Millar, of course, uh, the body of his work. We had him on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, it was incredible to have him on. He was fantastic. He was only meant to be on for an hour. He saved like two hours or something. Uh, which, is, which is always a great uh, a great thing we, we had a great conversation with him but you know you think of kingsman you think of um uh kick-ass you know you wanted 
you just think of the the Civil the War, comics uh, that he's done, the characters that he's Ultra. created, that, that he's brought <laughs> onto the you know, now been picked up, turned into movies and all, all that kind of stuff. So uh yeah, he's he's absolutely killing it. And and big game has just come out, five part big game. First, I've got the first couple. Dude, Nemesis. Uh, which is just bringing everything and Nemesis all of his characters in. Nem the Nemesis whole job loaded was uh whew, that was good. Oh, you, I, I mean, I said to Mark, I'm one of these weirdos. I said to Mark on Twitter, I'm one of these weirdos that wait for the all, all of the miniseries before I read it. But I, I, apparently issue two. Shit happens. Yep. Shit happens. Uh, I used to be one of those guys too until I bought my shop and then I had to read everything that week. Right. And it wasn't as bad in the early 2000s. Like, like, like made for trade was starting to happen, but it, there were still like singular issues and stuff. I bought my shop when Hush was coming out. Mm. Batman Hush. Long time ago. Uh, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary. No, 10th anniversary of me selling the shop will be this year. Wow. At the 20th wow. anniversary of me buying the shop, because I had it for exact almost exactly 10 years. Uh this year. A lot of Mexicans are complaining about your review of Blue Bean, by the way. Where? I mean, like on TikTok? Because yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. complaining on Twitter yeah, or YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mostly people, people showing me stuff on twitter going right. blue beetle video oh, review wow. gets dragged for being for racist criticism here's what happened what, and then uh what's this thing called the re, rems claw rem rem rems claw that's a real easy uh, number uh uh, so, so we got we got Chrissy, we got when we got uh, why, why is Drew Hernandez complaining about my video? <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you've let yourself go, man. Drew, at two, Drew. <laughs> what happened, Drew? Come on, dude. Come on. Uh, so on, complaining, bro. complain about Chrissy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's taco about blue bees. <laughs> Um, I take full responsibility for anything this, that goes on a neurotic channel. That's all I'm going to say. This thumbnail okay. here is what you call fucking genius. <laughs> genius. Um, uh, I have a thumbnail maker, but everything gets my seal of approval. Oh, and oh. yes, I have, I have turned it, believe it or not, I have some standards. Um, uh, it, it is not even standards. Perry's greatest thumbnails you have not seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gary, like, sometimes I'll get a thumbnail from Gary and it'll be too much. <laughs> too much. No. No. Like go, go. Perry put a grill on Disa for Rings of Power. We got a bunch <laughs> of shit for that. And I used it like three times. I don't care. And uh, Gary, what? look, you can tell that you, you can tell you the mm. bad girl has a fucking grill. She has a fucking grill. So if you don't think <laughs> they're fucking, they're the most racist motherfuckers out there. Well, look, this person's got a whole five likes on their tweet. So hey, they are definitely chat. worth, uh, you know, 
Perry's that neurotic blue beetle video was just an excuse for a bunch of dudes to be racist and pretend to be criticisms. Dude, as I've stressed before, we could not, if we were so inclined, if we were just hideous racists, we still would not have been able to do a racist review as fucking racist as the actual writing of that film. By Miguel uh, Angel Soto. A grand wizard couldn't have come up with a better script. No, I said that. I think I put that in a fucking thing. Grand wizard, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Perry's in the chat, by the way. And he says, And he's legendary. We love you, Perry. (laughs) When I saw the fucking maid from um, Family Guy, was it Family Guy or or, I can't remember if it's Family Guy or Simpsons? Oh, no. No, I, I fucking died. I think they clued in on on something Ryan said, <laughs> which like <laughs> you talked about Mexican people. You're racist. I know. We make it. We pander to demographic, and then when we cr- when we criticize Dude. a movie that that panders heavily stereotypically to demographic, dude. We hate demographic. Uh, dude, no. dude, I did a tweet earlier. Exactly that. Far left ideologue. All I talk about is race and intersectionality. Me. Yes. All you talk <laughs> about is race and intersectionality. Far left ideologue. You said race. You're racist. <laughs> I need to retweet that right now. I'm sorry, I missed that. That is it. That every fucking time. There's me, me, me. Just sums it up. It's just that is that is it in a fucking nutshell. It is, and 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 it's and it's demo it's demo it's small percentages. It's not most of the de- look. Everybody's cool. Most people are cool. That's that's the thing. Is it's we're playing into like these these small percentages of fucking just uh morons uh who fall into this fan baiting trap. So welcome. Hey, there's a bunch of woke white women in the marketing departments of Hollywood that thank you for your service. Yes. Speaking of uh sick burns, by the way, uh drinker uh, on Twitter here. I still uh, Stamper, Stamper TV with their 1.2 million uh, Ahsoka uh, critical drinker. Damn, my review of the show will probably get more. Than that. It, it it will, it will. <laughs> and and the interest. What's strange, but true, there was more interest. Uh, in, in our in our secret invasion coverage than Ahsoka coverage. By orders of wow, by orders of magnitude, more people were were like because I mean that was pretty clear. Something that has been falling has finally fallen and can't get up, and that's Marvel. But we're again we're past Star Wars failing. We're well past it, and now we're into apathy. So not as many people give a shit about Star Wars as they do about Marvel failing. He's right. Uh, that's I mean, clear. Mauler, you spoke very highly of uh, of Andor. I think so did Drinker, yeah. and uh, uh, terribly viewed. Made no difference. None. But that's weird because I thought y- we're single handedly responsible for movies doing well 
when they're bad. <laughs> so when we praise them and they don't get anything, that feels really weird. But yeah, all right. How does that work? Mm. I am solely responsible for the success of Arcane because I said it was good like three months yeah. after it came out. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Okay, let's uh, let's do some soup. Let's do some soup. Sorry, just, I thought you said something. Ago. I said let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Mark's with a 117B with a $2 says uh, return to bullying Star Wars fans. They need it. Not fans. Not fans. Fans are uh, salt of the earth people. They're good people, yep. uh, mostly. It's uh, it's uh, Disney. Disney needed good bullying. Disney, we need to get back to the days, right, where you pushed, you pushed the fucking idiot into the fucking puddle and then kicked them in the fucking balls. That's what we need. We need to bring back bullying for fucking idiots like Star Wars. Star Wars is a, is a, is something that needs to be bullied. And when I say Star Wars, I mean Lucasfilm. I mean Disney. Uh, Villa Idiot with a $10 says, have any of you watched Crod Mandon and the Flaming Sword of Fire? I have no. no never heard of it. Hey, so what do y'all think? Might had a, I might have had a case of it after I had some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Also, R.I.P. Arlene Sorkin, probably my favorite Harley Quinn performance. Yes, uh, that one was hard. That was tough. That was tough. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, legend. That was a, that was a tough one. She uh, bad day. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into something too big. But I did say when I when I um, talked about her passing on Twitter, I did say that she's you know she made Harley Quinn what as popular as she was in the 90s and obviously went into the 2000s and I stopped there because she's been destroyed now yeah, destroyed. Be, beyond all recognition yeah and you can thank Jim Lee oh. and, and among things, things that things I could find. and Didio too Dan, well things Dan, I have Dan, said about Dan, that man Dio. hey Jim don't worry about it just keep fishing mate keep fishing Cashing those checks. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, but if one if somebody says anything bad about one of your mates, then that's the only time you should really actually try and fucking perk up and say anything. You fucking funny. Uh, Gary's wizard beard has been a sorcerer for five months. His best part of Tuesdays. Thank you. Cheers. Bob Jester has been a bard for ten. Thank you, Bob Jester. Butter biscuit ninety two with a twenty dollars is Mauler. I was with you for probably 18 out of the 24 hours. The drawing part was the best. I hope to continue to hear your takes and opinions for a long, long oh, time. The, the drawing Keep game. Keep the fun. good work. The oh, drawing the... game is super fun. Yeah, I love it. did that. fit it in at the end, yeah. And yeah, I didn't... I, the thing is, what sucks is you try and sleep for a long time before you start these things up. And I couldn't go back after sleeping for about nine hours, which is good. Uh, but when you're staying up for 24... The problem is you want to you want to wake up and go. And that's exactly what I'm doing soon. I, I woke up and there was still uh, four hours before we started. So wait a minute. I think I fucked up the time. I think I got seven hours sleep. I was I gave myself space to have as much as like 12. I couldn't go back to sleep. So I had to stay up for like three or four doing nothing because I have everything set. And I was just like, oh, as soon as Friggy and Rags came out, I was like, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Like, yeah. And then, of course, there's the breaks, which last about 40 minutes. So you understand, I was, like, I was up for probably about 30 hours, which is annoying. But uh, yeah. 
you love I, I wish I could have stayed for longer because I was only there for just over an hour or so, but I was having a I was already having a ton of fun. You are young and you can do it. I have to do that when I go to UK. I gotta because our flight we usually take a a red eye, uh, but we're not. So uh we're used to taking a brown eye. I'll give you one for that. That's good. Um, and yeah, I'm going to stay up for 24 hours. So some of those like first world problems. Uh, I don't know. 30 hours being awake is not the funnest thing, especially. No, when no, you, like, no. You're, you're not just staying up. You're, you're controlling a whole show, right? Getting everything in, talking to everybody like it's and talking. You're talking for 30 hours plus. So. Um. Reticent Voice has become a member at the bar level. Thank you. Draconic Ice Mage with the $20 says, Hell real BBC. If any of you are looking for an ironic Hassan clip, not really, um, I suggest going to one hour, 35 minutes and 13 seconds in the Such an Adam Tuesday show. Sitch. He, he, he's put Such. <laughs> he's put Adam the, and Such. In the Such an Adam t- <laughs> Tuesday show. He speaks poorly of people's mothers giving them nuggies. Oh. Uh, I, I, I don't I'm have some Why did to die? Who cares? Uh, Tim France with a sorcerer for 16 says, Hey, up, lads. Uh, thanks yep. to you guys. My wife and I have watched all of Clarkson's Farm. Thanks for the inspiration to work out. Yeah. As glad to see you going strong. Tim, I am... I am I am just looking forward to hitting it again tonight. Um, three day. This will be third day in a row. Uh, yeah, that two days rest that well, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Oh man, M becomes an obsession, right? Mm. And it's something you like. I need to do this to even feel right today. Yes, you, you are in the mode. That is so great. Well done. Yeah, okay. it's uh, yeah. Oh man, I I I needed the Friday off for sure. Yeah, and then the Saturday, I was like, I probably should just get a couple of. But I had I had Ansema pants all of Saturday, so when I did all the Sunday stuff and then then went to the gym Sunday night, I was just like, I I had so much fucking energy for it. And then yeah. last night, I was there for like ninety minutes, and it gives you more energy. Well, sorry, <laughs> last night when I went at one thirty in the morning, I was there for ninety minutes and left just uh just just short of three a.m. How close is that gym to you again? Like how long um, did you get there? Takes me about twenty minutes to get there. You walk or do you? No, brum 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 brum. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Mine's like down the street, but my, my like, dude, I've had gyms where I had to drive a half an hour in the past and did it. So. Oh, on two things. PSM never donating. You never have to. No, you never have to. You can watch for free all day, every day. All day, every day. Not a problem. Your appreciate you watching. valuable as well, and we appreciate you. Appreciate you watching. Uh, Scott McKenzie's been a bard for 11, and Nine Monkeys with a $10 says, how's it going, guys? Bit of a shameless self-promotion. I finally made my tiny break into the uh, booming comic book industry with a variant cover for Void Rivals. Issue one, I drew Jetfire. If you're interested, Nine Monkeys, if that was you, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it because it, 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 that should have been the main fucking cover. 
not the cover that was given. That should have been the main fucking cover. If that was you that drew it, I bought it because I fucking thought that cover was fantastic. Uh, so uh, Nine Monkeys, if that if that legit was you, mate, well done. That cover was beautiful. I loved it. I've got it uh, in my room. I, if I was if it was to hand, I would just grab it. But it's uh, in a pile. Unless you want to hang fair, and I'll go grab it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, back in a minute. Hey, you want to see some Buffy comics while he's going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking pretty cool. And some of them are like photo covers. You know, they kind of mixed it up. They they did a cover A, cover B, uh, a lot. Oops, it's terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm uh coming up on uh, we're we're ending season two, so uh, Miss Calendar just died. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Uh, Go love Angelus in that episode, dude. He's so fucking good. That that is that is probably the best season two episode that's a, it's, it's up there it's between oh, that okay. and the finale yeah but yeah God. passions the one that i think they were like we should do this again <laughs> people really like this one it was uh, dude and uh, the, the way angelus killed her like he didn't even you know drink her blood he just fucking yep. snapped her neck she wasn't right. even doing like a feast only on. to cause the suffering yeah okay this, this I, I got nine monkeys <laughs> this got me slightly mad in all fairness Right, because this is the main cover for Void Rivals. Oh, that's the Transformers comic. We yes. saw it at Comic Con, and I pointed it out to people. I'm like, "Did you know this is a Transformers comic?" And they're like, "What? This is a Transformers comic. This was the main cover. This, yeah, that's fucking terrible. This, if this is Nine Monkeys cover, this is Nine Monkeys cover. That's, that's a proper. That's that's fucking, fucking awesome. badass." Well That's what it should have been. This. This. That's hey. what it should. That should have been the main cover. That is a, that is a great cover. It's, it's sharp. It's tight. It shows me everything that I need to know. Boom. I think that's... Well, it tells me it's a Transformers comic. <laughs> that's kind of helpful. So that's why I bought that. Because I, I saw I saw the cover for it. Not you know, not for speculative Kirk, purposes. From Kirkman, Kirkman, yeah, Kirkman's yeah. company, yeah, yeah. So there we go. So uh, congratulations, dude. Shameless plug. Don't care. You deserve it. That's a great cover. Um, Josh uh, has become a member at the sorcerer level. Thomas with a five dollars says, "Hey guys, thanks uh, to all your Buffy talk." My girlfriend and I got into the series and are loving it. We're That's already cool. into season two. Keep up the good work. Yes. Yeah. More episodes tonight. I'm going to finish. Yeah, Mikey, I've been through your super chats, buddy. Thank you. We've been through them. Uh, we discussed them quite in depth, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What, where were you, Mikey? Did you have to go yeah. to the bathroom or something? <laughs> uh, Nine Monkeys, again, with a $5 says, and a massive thank you to you all for inspiring me to try and tell stories and making an effort to tell them well. Hopefully... Uh, make a good comic. Good on you, man. Keep going, keep going, keep yeah, going. Have fun. Uh, DC Girl with a $20 says, Hey guys, I do have a question for the panel. What Batman comics do you recommend for somebody who's new to Batman comics? Mauler truly won the argument in his Ant Man video. Yes, you yeah. beat you beat Gollum. Um, I would say personally, uh, if you want to get into Batman comics. I would personally start around about Batman uh, the first run, because now it's not on the first run, but Batman the first run from issue 400 onwards. Yes, year, year one. Go to year one and kind of jump in from there. 
Yeah, I agree. And, and that, then that, that uh, the prices. Yeah. So just carry on going through there. And then uh, if you're loving that sort of stuff and you, and you want to go into some what is no longer canonical stuff, but is fucking amazing stuff, go from 300 to 400. Uh, but yeah, if you're jumping into Batman, like do, do not read the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> That's the end. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, people might want to suggest that, but no. If you want to get into it, you, uh, there's a lot of trades out there, and it'll lead you into like Nightfall and stuff, which are collected in very cheap, you know, color versions that are good. Uh, but yeah, that the best part of go out and find the comics. It's probably cheaper now especially since DC back issues are just because they change their universe so much, aren't worth as much as Marvel back issues. Mm. You, can get a, you could probably get a good, a good stack of Batman comics. You know, year one's going to cost you some money, but post that, uh, you know, go to a con, go to a local con, get yourself a good stack that, that as said, is going to cost you the most though. Yeah. Because most, that's, that's uh relative, like right. Because Harlan's cover. That's McFarland's cover, but other <laughs> ones will cost you a couple bucks. And and if you come up with a stack to a guy and you go, give me a deal on this, they'll probably give you a deal. Uh, that's the best way to go. Oh, yeah. So like, you, um, you got some great stories in the 400s. Year one. You got the year one, the four parts, a year one, which is just absolutely insane. You've got, uh, was it the, uh, I forget the number. Is it the uh, Seven Nights of the Beast, Nine Nights of the Beast, KG Beast one? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Twelve Nights of the Beast, Eleven Nights of the Beast, whichever one that is. Because you've got some great Jim Stalin stuff, which goes through there. Then you get into um, Death in the Family, yep. which is phenomenal. Uh, then after that, you go through stuff like uh, Lonely Place of Dying. You go into Year Three. You go into Many Deaths of the Batman. Uh, you, you, and all that sort of stuff from there onwards... Uh, from like 4.30 onwards, you, as Gary just said, you could probably pick up a good stack for for uh, for decent, for decent like for you, decent coin-wise. That would, that would probably be cheaper than buying it in trade form unless you sure. found all the volumes at like half-price books or something like that. I mean, but it'd be comparable. And you'd have the comics, which is the way yes. it's meant to be read. Get the floppies. I mean, I mean, obviously, I don't know your budget. Year one, if if you if you if it is tight, obviously trade paperback. But um, and death in the family, if money's a little bit tight, trade paperback. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but you know, go for those floppies. There's nothing like reading a floppy. That sounded really gay, really gay, but that's really okay. gay. But that's okay. And it's okay to be gay. So okay. unless you're uh, in Hollywood, it's okay to be gay. It is. So it's so okay to be gay. Did chat freeze for you. Mm, on uh, on stream yard yes but not on youtube i'll go to chat yeah my youtube's still ticking away but yeah it, it died it died chat's died on stream yard again it's been doing that quite a bit recently it, uh yeah. ted hammond with a two dollars is director x3 the last stand <laughs> this will be his last fucking project uh, a yeah. Japanese demon lord, uh, $5 says, as please get Gary to watch Chainsaw Man. It's Evil Dead mixed with Reservoir Dogs, mixed with Hellboy. Best line, I want to touch Bob's. Who doesn't? Uh, I will watch Chainsaw Man. That is one I'm interested in. There's a couple I'm interested in. Kratosis with a 10-month uh, sorcerer says, I don't normally get to watch live. 
when as hosts the real BBC as I work every other Tuesday. But I'm on vacation this week. Good secretosis. Pseudo Sin with a five dollar says, "Have y'all heard of drip rap? They do rap about their crimes. Uh, it's normal for the lyrics to be used as evidence. Well, uh, if you've seen the gentleman." Uh, they do actually uh, record and uh, talk about their crimes and uh, record music videos talking about their crimes and shit in that. Really so Director X is uh, clearly a fan of... Um, Unless you're in a, a a blue city or a blue country like Canada where they just, uh, they, won't, they, they won't arrest you. Doesn't matter anymore. Right, that's a great cover. That's a, I love that cover. Great cover. I mean, it tells you everything you need to know about the Transformers comic book. Yes. <laughs> that this fucking didn't. What the fuck? I mean, honestly, I, I, look, that is not... That's no, not it looks good. like a... You know, like a heavy metal indie knockoff. That's what it looks like. Uh, no, it annoyed me. It annoyed me, because I really want to give that Lord series a try. Me. I really want to give that series a try. Um, Brown Man Spyro with a five dollar says, I was wondering what happened to all of Clifton Duncan's social media. Is he okay? Uh, Clifton, I can't say this for absolutely sure, but Clifton does like to take social media breaks, he does yep. like to just deactivate his Twitter account and go go silent. Doing a podcast, and he announced these another episode's coming out like soon, right? So, uh, I read that last day or two. But yeah, he 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 does it for his mental health, and I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Jane Theory does that as well. Jane Theory likes to do. I'm with Jane. Jane's takes were really. So good. do I. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, being on the internet all day, every day, especially when you do embark on politics stuff that Clifton and and Jane did at times. Um, can get really fucking old. Do, I, I, do I mean we've said this to each other before, but and I think we've said it to the chat before. The day I finish on YouTube. It's a day I fucking leave social media fucking forever. We're good. Yep. It's done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll, I'll be using the internet for eBay and uh, porn. And uh, talking to friends. I'll and, be using it to talk to friends. That's oh, no. I'll, I'll be using this, mate. I'll be using this. Well, I mean, I'm never leaving because, like, if, say, the, say the culture war ends. Sure. And I'm going to be doing the ancient civilization UFO stuff till the day I die. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll just be playing video games. Yeah, yeah. We'll That's all I'll be doing is just playing video yeah, games uh, to the drop. I'm talking about movies till I die. Yay. Well, I'm, uh, there'll probably be the occasional one, or maybe it'll just be talking about movies again. Who knows? Maybe I'll, who knows? Who knows? I'm getting kind of old, though. You know, aren't we all, darling? A Japanese demon lord with five dollars is starting to want the real commies to take over. So these SJWs, uh, I don't think I should say that. It doesn't end well for them. No, uh, communism doesn't have a happy ending. Never has. <laughs> never has, never will. It's never been implemented properly. Uh, yeah, it has. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, medieval syphilis with the five dollars. Was never into Star Wars and only recently got into Trek, but Robin... Was always a hero to me, so I defo feel the pain now. Disney Robin Hood equals best version. Uh, the the animated one, mm, uh, quite so. good. Uh, but um, I would ask Director X, have you read Robin Hood? 
Well, um, I think in his uh, his uh, video to me, he was uh, he was just like, oh, people just pretend that they're into these these heroes, and I'm just like, hi, bitch, I'm British. Fuck you. Uh, You're talking about one of our our most entrenched uh, folklore heroes of all time. So don't come at me, Mister Fucking USA, with a fucking British folklore hero and tell me about what I don't care about and what I do care about. Clearly, by seeing your trailer, the only thing you care care about, mate, is race baiting because you're a fucking basic ass boring yeah. bitch. So everybody from my generation saw Errol Flynn's Robin Hood yes. on heavy rotation on network television during prime time. They showed it once a year, maybe more on prime time on like ABC's movie of the night and shit that we all fucking grew up on that. So yeah, we're all pre pretty familiar with Robin hood. Uh, he's so fucking basic. It wouldn't surprise me if he just took Robin hood because he thought hood, I can use that as a, as, as a moving on. Uh, poke overlord's been a bard or become a bard. Thank you. And KCW's become a bard. Thank you, Casey. Uh, TGAP Steve with the five losses, gentlemen. Happy Judgment Day, August 29th, 1997. Wear your two million sunblock. I hope that helps. Oh, yeah, that it was predicted to be uh, Judgment Day today. Uh, another AD, one? another one. Well, no, August 29th, 1997 was Judgment Day. No, there's it's August to be 29th one. today, Some so it's the anniversary, guy. isn't it? It is, but some other guy like announced it was at the end of August. Uh, Probably for the anniversary. I remember watching a video about Harold camping and his uh, predictions for the end of the world. And then when they came about and like a reporter goes to his house, he's just like, well, <laughs> it's still going. Still ticking on. Huh? Good news. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Uh, AED 20 with, uh, sorry, EO with 25 AEDs. In the UK, we had the show Desmond's, correct? A uh, bunch of barbers, uh, black neighborhood in America, uh, in the UK, sorry, in London. And it's about barbershop, uh, about life around a West Indian-owned barbershop. It was ace. Yes, Desmond's was great. But the Brit Britons never had a problem with creating shows for black people in it at all. Particularly, like we had, you know, Red Dwarf, two black leads in Red Dwarf out of the three main characters to start with. The Crichton came in later on. Uh, nobody batted a night. Nobody said anything. Desmond's. Nobody said anything. Um, it, it's ridiculous. Lenny Henry is one of the major comics of our generation. Nobody cares. All this fabricated racial division is fabricated racial division by the mainstream media. It's always has been and always will be. It's it's it's. If you've lived, I mean, I've lived a little bit, but it's just so frustrating to see how uh how how tolerance and and seeing how things became organically more and more tolerant throughout my lifetime uh to see it in the state it's in now with mainstream media it, it, it's just soul destroying and the only reason they're doing it is to cause division they're not it, doing it because they actually believe it it's, it's just purely to get people at each other's throats it was implemented oh wow this has been bubbling up for 20 years okay uh it's always been there but it's been bubbling up and then it was amped up <clears throat> 2015 uh, uh to insane levels 
to absolutely insane levels. But when we walk around in real life, none of the shit happens. No running up to me, go, why is the problem? I've been in public uh openly at a ton of places, not a single fucking person. Not a single person has come up to me. Uh how many more uh or any of my friends? Veritas videos are we gonna see about catching CNN? high-ranking members of cnn talk about how they're manipulating fucking media yeah well it's it's the thing we are now in the in the phase of more people are waking up to it because there were there's the very legitimate i am too busy to pay attention to this shit all the time because i got a life to live and i'm taking my kids to school and and swim practice and all that stuff that's the normie we're mostly mostly talk about and i understand that that's something i completely understand but then there's the then there's the disingenuous uh fundamentalist wing that are seeing the lies and are reaffirming them because they just can't admit they're fucking wrong and they hate the other side so much that they would burn their own fucking house down to own them which is exactly what's going on right now uh, Drunken Finn with a 50 euro. Thank you, Drunken Finn. Says, uh, about the woke moron that was hired for KOTOR remake, she was hired for three months to write one side mission, aka a tryout contract, and it wasn't continued according to her. She was salty as fuck as this was brought up. This is part one of two. Part two for another 50 euros. Drunken Finn, thank you so much indeed. Part two. The game is currently shelved, correct. And the main reason seems to be that the studio is small and inexperienced to make a game of this size because they only have ported Star Wars games to mobile platforms. Fucking hell. Uh, I think that's the best place for a KOTOR remake to be right now is on the shelf. Don't you have phones? Don't you guys have phones? Woo! That went down so well. Uh, Rottweiler, and by the way, thank you, massive thank you. That's a hundred euros. That is really kind, bud. Uh, Rottweiler AK with a fifty dollar says, "No, no, he's director. The tenth is papal number." <laughs> he's actually. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. No. Uh, Malakot sixty three with a uh, five dollar says. I happy Taco Tuesday. Taco Cat spelled backwards is Taco Cat. <laughs> oh, the, okay. Con confirmation. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Disparu oh, has just tweeted because nobody catches shit, but Disparu just hangs around the internet. Because <laughs> I love Disparu. Can't wait to meet your brother. Uh, according to Disparu, uh, so Ahsoka is premiering at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific tonight. Once again, right. clip. We have a clip. You want to see it? I'm gonna. Oh, sure. Why yeah. not? Let's get everyone asleep. Fucking 1 a.m. for Britain. Ooh. Uh, 2 a.m. If it's like, 9 Eastern, like that's five guys, hours. So 2 like a.m. Like you guys aren't up. Come on. I'm gonna be. I uh, know. I'm going to the gym, the gym at about 11. Actually, you can watch at the gym. By the way, follow our good friend. Uh, subscribe and follow our good friend. Yeah. Subscribe to Disprove. He's uh he's really blowing up and deservedly so because he's yep. fantastic. Yeah. So uh here we go. Let me know if you can hear this. Yeah, can you make it big though? Can I make it? <laughs> she said that's what she 
Kitty. Let me make sure it's all turned up. No, that. Okay. Missed. I had them, but missed. Don't worry about it. You'll get another chance. We got two more incoming. Dead ahead. I'm going to split them. Ready? Ready. Now. Oh, the delivery, man. That's now. Oh, no. Oh, look. Remember Star Wars? <laughs> remember Star remember, Wars? Remember. They legit. They cannot grow up. They do the same thing every fucking time. Make your own seed. Right? Uh, our space tactic is to ram the enemy ships, which would kill us, and hope they move out of the way. There is zero tension as nothing ever hits them, nor do they seem to be stressed uh, that something might. Don't worry. You'll get another chance. Three people are shooting at you. <laughs> He's right. Three people are shooting, and here's two more. And they could be the least bit concerned. By the way, I like that. Thanks, bud. Um, yeah, and uh, I know what Sabine looks like in Rebels, but it doesn't look good in live action at all. She looks like a boy. She looks better Seriously, with long hair. I was just I looked better I loaded up myself. That that delivery from I don't know what's going on, Rosario, but she's like, just flat as it's, a pancake. It's life and death deliver. You know, got to stop these ships, and she goes now, now. Don't worry, uh, you'll get another chance. Here's two more, dude. And she's so Let's good. Let's split them. Why is what's going on? Who told her to act this way? I'm gonna go back to Daredevil again when she's the night nurse and he, and he gets his fucking ass kicked and he's being pulled out of the uh, the dumpster, right? And mm. she holds him in the room and she's not sure about this guy. And there's a quick scene and you can see like the emotion on her face. She's like, "Oh, this is I'm letting a stranger in my house. Yeah, I'm gonna help him without saying a fucking word." There's also this other thing that happens where she figures out he's blind, right? She does a little fucking eye thing now. Mm. Imagine that happening today. She doesn't say he's blind. It's something that's implied on the oh, screen. It would be said verbally today. It would be no said verbally now. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. So it's it's the writing. It's the production. It's it's Disney's process. We can't totally blame all of the actors all the time on this, right? I mean, because Rosaria Dawson has proven herself. Hey. Like she is a good actress. Objectively, blind. I, I know. I think he is blind, and then would say it again to somebody else. And then he'd get up and go, "Don't worry, you'll get another chance. Here's two more." Yeah, and then he goes, shows two more eyes. Yeah. Uh, let me just skim through. Ian Soforth gifted ten memberships to the stream. Ian Soforth, thank you, Ian, so much, dude. Best name I can think of gifted five memberships to the stream. Thank you, best name I can think of. As well, WG gifting five memberships to the stream to WG. Thank you so much indeed, dude. Uh, let's grab uh, one more. Everybody, uh, if you haven't had your super chat read out, apologies. Obviously, we've got limited time, but I do a show every Sunday afternoon tea with Az where I'll be doing a super chat square up, going through all the super chats that I wasn't able to get through today. So you get the attention that you deserve and thank you so much indeed let's go with uh cold whispers for 20 dollars. says do you guys ever think in 10 years that the superhero movies will turn around 
or the comics will make a comeback for all the DC and MCU. What's uh, also what's up, Mola? As Gary, here, you guys are all. Hope I think it's meant to be hope. I uh, hope you guys are all well. Cheers, cheers to you. Hope you're doing good as well. Okay, I think uh, I, I, I think the best. Yeah, yeah, you should go. 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 No, I, go, go. Say, I can answer this quickly. Yeah. Uh, as technology changes, things fade away, but they become niche. So I think comics will, the comics industry will become a niche industry. If you go back to pulp, as things as things change, technology changes, things change, and some things just die. Okay. They'll always be around in some aspect. There, there's people still interested in Flash Gordon and Zorro uh, and Buck Rogers, who were fucking, and the Shadow was like the biggest thing ever. Uh, there's still people interested in it, but it's just it's 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 not prominent anymore. So comics will go back in the niche. Superhero films, they'll still be good ones, and it'll probably be adapted from something that's not Marvel and DC. But uh, as far as being the box office driver, no. And final, 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 final. Eddie also gifted five memberships to the stream. So Eddie, thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. Morley, Morley, Morley. Uh, anything you'd like to plug before we go, sir? Of course, sir. The anniversary stream was streamed. Part one is up. It's 12 hours-ish, and the next one will be up tomorrow, and then one after that, two days later. Um, As does make an appearance on part two, I believe. Talk a bit about uh, superheroes, I think. Ah, it's yeah. a good chat. We're hung, we're hung a good... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, hung... Sorry, the video we, we covered with As was one that was called We Killed the Multiverse. Yeah. Yes, and we the be the audience. The yeah. audience? Yeah. Ooh, who made that video? Some retard. <laughs> some watch some window it, looking watch it, Gary. You'll enjoy mm. our coverage, I'm sure. Uh, but, I, um, okay, I will. There's that. And then, of course, the vinyl figures. They are still available. And I am nearing the overall goal I had was to try and get to a thousand sold. They're at 922. <gasps> go, 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 go. We're getting there. Oh. 15 days remaining before they are gone forever. We'll give it a good, uh, yeah, we'll give them a good uh, plug before they go, mate. And yeah, uh, of course, if you buy the three of them, you get a discount. And um, it was a pleasure. Good, good day. It's always good to have Molly, Molly, Molly. Uh, Gary, anything you'd like to plug before you go, sir? Uh, just released my Ahsoka review, one of Garrett's uh, best editing jobs ever. Uh, it's a fantastic video, by the way. Cheers. Absolutely I fantastic. I loved it. Actually, had a lot of fun making that. I haven't one. watched it yet, but oh, sure. Yeah. No, no, it's seriously, it's it's, it's absolutely fantastic video. Cheers, thank you. Uh, probably going to talk about the strikes some more because like uh, there is some really bad news. Uh, it's to the point where SAG, uh, the SAGs are like, "Hey, we're ready to talk whenever you're ready to talk," and the producers are like, "Nope, now nah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> you're actually helping us right now." Yeah, you're, hel you're helping prevent fuck up our films right now. Yeah, I talk. You know, uh, Chris Gore has talked about this uh, from a friend of a friend, but he, he he's hearing that like production goes back in January, right? And it's looking that way. Like even if uh, like the actors come back, you still need the writers to come back, and then you got to get kind of Hollywood rolling again. So that'll be what I'm talking about probably next. Oh, and and. I know we're trying to get out of here. Sorry, but uh, right. I'm long-winded. All right, that's why I I would never work on TikTok. Okay, I would just never fucking work on TikTok unless you know, of course, we're taco bouting something. Um, but uh, next week 
it might be on Az's channel again. I gotta. I have no idea what my schedule is in the UK, <laughs> so I need to. I'm gonna. Oh, wh when do you travel? What date do you travel to the UK? I travel uh, Sunday. This coming Sunday. And I think I get there on a Monday. Do you uh, have any idea when you're up in my connect of the woods? No, uh, Mrs. Neurotic will be contacting you. That'll probably be in our second week. Yep. Uh, so, um, that's kind of our anniversary. We're doing stuff, just me and her. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have her contact you as soon as possible. Cause I have, I know kind of where I'm flying from, but that's about it. <laughs> and, and I know the meetups at a place on the sixth. That's all I know right now. I've been kind of focused on my, well, this is like sent me a train route and I'm just thinking, does she think that gets to me? <laughs> Well, can we take a plane <laughs> up to you? Like, is that possible? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. But I would, t I would tell you which. Yeah, I'll have her yeah. you up to tell, tell mm -hmm. which, which train to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not allowed to drive there. <laughs> which I'm going to Um, And then, folks, uh, Gary and I are planning. Gary's planning on sitting there. Right there. <gasps> if I move that, he's planning on sitting there. And I'll be here. I'll be in Mr. Porkchop's seat. So, yeah, you're literally. Yeah, literally, because you'll be you'll be on that chair, which is currently in my bedroom. And after you've gone, I can't wait to move that chair to the attic and get fucking rid of it for, for a few months until Mister Portrait comes down again. It'll comes be up again, I should say. It'll be fun, but I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you guys know as early as humanly possible, like what the schedule is going to be like. Uh, just before we go, I'll say my stuff in a sec, but I just want to bring your attention to this, uh, folks. I don't know if you're aware, this is a 12-year-old lad, a little 12-year-old lad in America. And uh, he, as you can see on his backpack, has got, you know, various patches and stickers and whatnot that we have as kids. There is one over here, which is Don't Tread On Me. Yeah. Now, the Don't Tread On Me, the history of the Don't Tread On Me actually stems from the um, oppression of the British uh, on the Americans. And it's a bit of a warning to any any would-be dictators, any would-be uh, people uh, that if you come to America, you ain't going to tread on us. So, uh, you know, nothing to worry. He's got his doge as well. Fucking base little, little lad. Now, he got taken into the principal's office and what? was asked to go home because his um, don't tread on me uh, apparently, they believed it had something to do with slavery, which it doesn't, because they're ignorant fucking people, because they work in the American school system. Jesus. And he was asked to go home because it was upsetting people. And on his way out, he had a photograph taken by this car. I'm just going to put it out there. Can you speculate who owns this car? Uh, the fucking moron who uh, probably so told him to go home. Well, one of the school teachers, for sure. Yeah. Exactly which. So it's okay for them to stick all of their shit on. Okay? Don't be trashy. You know, whatever. It's okay for them. But for him, no. One rule for thee, another for me. This is one of the... I think this picture is going to become iconic. Um, do you know Green? The Green Party, the Green Revolution, the ones who went out there and tried to stop ships and stuff. You know that? Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah, Greenpeace yeah, and whatnot. started in Soviet Germany. That whole movement started in Soviet fucking Germany. It's fucking retardedly Marxist. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I hope that kid's parents like, uh, pull him out of that school. I'd yes. be serious. I'd be all okay. Well, not if he's got good friends there, you know, but, um, yeah, he deserves way better. That lad, that young 12 year old lad deserves way better. Yeah. The fuck you. Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that tattooed on me now. Fuck you. I haven't had a tattoo in a long oh, time. Oh, don't tread on me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. That's fine. Um, Crystal Palace are 3-2 up against Plymouth after being 2-0 down. The football. Is that soccer? Ah! <laughs> Is it men's or women's? Uh, sure. Yes. Every time you say anything yes. like that, I think of the Mitchell and Webb sketch about football. It's like one of my favorite comedy sketches ever. <laughs> uh, Somebody's going to win the football. Three. That's uh, three, by the way, three goals in four minutes from Crystal Palace. Dude, that's like... A lot, right? For soccer, I mean, don't yeah. they, like as many. Uh, three, yes, yeah, yeah. Five five goals in this match so far. Uh, still another thirty minutes to go. Yeah, it's quite a lot, quite high scoring match. Yeah. Uh, so uh, tomorrow, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow because um, I might go to the cinema and go watch um, Grand the Equalizer Grand. three. Oh, the Equalizer three. Yeah, I got to watch that too. Uh, and I could, I could go to the Equalizer three and then have a have something to eat and then go and watch Gran Turismo. I don't know. I might, I might do double duty tomorrow. I don't know. And then um, maybe do something about that in the next couple of days or so. Uh, if not tomorrow, I might go Thursday. But I want to see the Equalizer 3 before FNT because I, would, I wouldn't mind saying a few things about it. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll watch on it. FNT. I'll watch um, it too. Are you asking me to watch it? Because I'll watch it. I was going to watch I'm, it. Gary, I'm never going to ask you to do anything. I'm never going to ask you to do anything. Oh, you're trying to make me look bad. I'm going to make you, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to do shit. I don't feel bad. See, that's the problem is you're trying to make me feel bad when I can't, (laughs) I don't feel bad, uh, asking you to like do your fucking job. Okay. I can't do Friday night ties to screen though. Whatever. (laughs) there. Uh, Friday it's Starfield early access. Whoa. Uh, So I will be playing Starfield all of Friday. Up until Friday night tights, uh, where I'll be doing Friday night tights after that. But I'll be uh, from the time that I I wake up to to literally probably our fifteen minutes before FNT. Uh, I will be I'll be plowing through Starfield. Let's see what it's like. Is it good? Is it boring? Is it air? Eh? I want it to be good. I really do. Uh, so that's going to be happening on Friday, Sunday. Afternoon tea with Az, Super Chat Square from today. Uh, for all the good people who didn't get their Super Chat read out on this stream, it will be read out live on that stream. And thank you very much indeed. And Sunday Funday's on hiatus for a while because everybody is doing shit in other countries. X-Ray Girl, QBG, uh, Jane, me, everyone is doing stuff. So I, I might do more Starfield then and maybe Saturday more Starfield. But uh, yeah, probably going to be Starfield heavy from from Friday onwards, unless it's absolute dog shit. We got an X-ray girl sighting in France, in in the world. Yeah, yeah. Here, I got it for you. <laughs> what? The sighting of X-ray. Is that real? Girl. No, it's real. Yes. In the wild. I thought it was photoshopped. <laughs> Why isn't she what? doing a side pose? She got a point. She's yeah. got a point. Go. <laughs> I know. Maybe that's maybe that's that's it. I mean, she is Asian. <laughs> mm. 
quick people. Uh, so massive thank you, everybody who came to watch uh, the stream today. Huge thank you to my mods for giving up your free time. I really do appreciate it. Everybody who super chatted, membered, gifted memberships, remembered. Thank you very much indeed for supporting the channel. We will all be back in our respective boxes very soon. You take care. Thanks for, for joining us to talk Bye. about stuff. That's racist. <laughs>